What's happening, weirdos? The incredible Busy Phillips, who, by the way, has been on... It's so funny. People are like, you know, from Freaks and Geeks, she's been working consistently in amazing stuff for like 20 years. So fun to talk with her. She's also currently killing it on Girls 5 Eva, an amazing show, which we talk a little bit about. And I'm so glad that she came into uh, the dumpy back house, which she seemed far too glamorous uh, for, and she loved it. She totally, totally merged perfectly into uh, the vibe of the show, and she was a wonderful guest, and I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. I have some tour dates coming up. August 19th, Valerie and I are going to be doing a live You Made It Weird at Largo in Los Angeles. Go to largo-la.com for tickets. While you're there, I'm also doing September 9th, uh, a Living at Largo, which is my live stand-up show, largo-la.com for tickets to each of those. Really hope to see some weirdos out for the live You Made It Weird, and the Living at Largos are always incredible. Uh, last time, obviously, Bo and Phoebe Bridgers showed up. It's, it's that kind of show. It's amazing, magical, always the highlight of my month. And we have a live You Made It Weird. Also, I'm doing one of the few weekends I'm doing as a stand-up, September 3rd at the Brea Improv in California. Me and Laura Bites come to the Brea Improv September 3rd. I don't know the website. Just type B-R-E-A Improv into, into whatever web crawler you're using these days. Hope to see you guys out at that show. Hope to see y'all out at that show. And if you like this uh, this podcast, it always means so much that you try one of the Pete's picks. I'm wearing one right now, which is my Apollo. Apollo is a wearable device, wearable technology. The Apollo Neuro is its full title. It looks like a wristwatch. I wear mine on my wrist. You can also wear it on your ankle. You've been hearing me talk a lot about the Apollo Neuro. It is, without any exaggeration, changing my life the Apollo can help you relax. It can help you sleep. It can help you focus and be more productive. It is like a wearable hug for the nervous system. It uses touch therapy to help you feel safe and in control with gentle, soothing vibrations that train your nervous system to recover and rebalance after stress. The way that I describe it to people is it uses uh, a, a language that your nervous system understands, which is communicated through gentle vibrations. You can actually set it on an intensity depending on what you like. Mine is almost sub-perceptual, but that doesn't matter. Your nervous system picks up on it, and it simulates the feeling of being held. So if you want to wake up, energy and wake up, which is what I use before I exercise or if I'm feeling groggy in the morning, before I'm reaching for caffeine or something like that, why not just let your nervous system know through technology, hey, I'm trying to wake up right now. It's incredible how it gets the blood flowing and gets you motivated to exercise or motivated to face your day. Similarly, there's social and open, a great setting. It's no joke, though. Don't use it if you're already feeling social and open, as I said to Val. It, it's, it's no joke. It's going to change your physiology. So if you want some help at a party or, or before a stand-up show, I'll use it to get into that social way. Every uh, program, it's like a different song that it plays for your nervous system, uh, like a dog whistle, like your nervous system can hear it in a way that you can't. Uh, clear and focused, obviously, when I'm working, clear and focused is also what I typically use in the morning for kind of like a mild way to wake up, but get sharp and get uh, in the zone. Rebuild and recover, incredible for afterwards. 
It's just so nice knowing you're wearing something, even when you're in a stressful situation, a, a traffic jam or a weird date or a strange meeting with your parents. You know on the ride home, you throw your Apollo and rebuild and recover. And it's not woo-woo. It's science. It's actually training your body to rebuild and recover and rebalance after stress. That was a lifesaver uh, these past couple weeks. And meditation and mindfulness, if this was the only thing it did, I would still be absolutely nuts for my Apollo. I put it on meditation and mindfulness when I'm uh, sitting down to meditate. It is the deepest meditation I've had in years. I swear it's almost like the Apollo meditates for you. Because what is meditation? It's a repetition of a mantra or a sound or an energy or a thought that gets you into place. This is a repetition of a feeling that drops your, your practice so much deeper with so much less effort. I've been meditating 10 times better. Absolutely no joke. Uh, <laughs> rewind and relax. I'm sorry, relax and unwind, excuse me, is what I put on when I'm watching TV. It helps me prep for bed. And when I get in bed, I put it on sleep and renew and I fall asleep easier and, and sleep more deeply than I have in a very long time. So start training your nervous system to cope with stress better over time. The more you use it, the better it works. And Apollo is with real world studies Proven to work on stress, sleep, cognitive performance, and recovery. It's made by a neuroscientist and a board-certified psychiatrist that have been studying the impacts of chronic stress in humans for 15 years. So you can get 10% off and do something incredible for your life and show your support of the show by going to apolloneuro.com slash weird. That's A-P-O-L-L-O-N-E-U-R-O dot com slash weird. 10% off. Clearly, both Val and I are very excited about this Pete's Pick. So give it a try uh, and show your support of this show. Also, talking about getting that good feeling going, ritual multivitamins are, it's so silly to just call them a multivitamin like they're just another multivitamin. Ritual is multivitamins redesigned, rethought, reimagined, and done right. Currently, Val and I are trying to get healthy uh, because we had like an unhealthy phase and now we're uh, eating very healthy and to make sure we feel great and have the nutrients that we need. Every morning we're starting with Ritual Multivitamins, which not only do they have a fresh minty taste, which I love, they also have a delayed release formula, which means these vitamins are breaking down in your lower intestine, which is actually where your body can use them. So that cliche that you take vitamins and then you just pee them out is not true with Ritual because of this uh, mechanism. It's not breaking down until it's in your lower intestine. So you deserve to know what you're putting in your body and why, especially when it comes to something you take every day. And Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly formula, uh, multivitamin, uh, is formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use. No sugar, no GMO, no major allergens, no synthetic fillers, no artificial colorants. Like I said, it has a fresh taste and a delayed release, so you can take it even if you're doing intermittent fasting. Uh, by the way, don't try this with other multivitamins because if it doesn't have a delayed release, things like zinc and stuff will upset your stomach, and I've even yacked on it. A multivitamin can contain key nutrients and forms your body can use, like D3, super important for your immune system, and B12, which is hard for me to get because our soil is so depleted and I don't eat meat. So B12 is hard for me to get, and boom, it is in there. Not only are so many great nutrients in there, but you can find out where they're coming from. 
Thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain, they are available for women, men, and teens. Ritual's multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support the different stages of life, and they're delivered to your door every month with free shipping always. You can very easily, I've had to do this once or twice, snooze your uh, orders if you need to, if you've been traveling or whatever it may be, start or cancel at any time. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. So, Get the key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering weirdos 10% off during your first three months. So that's three times you get 10% off by going to ritual.com slash weird to start your ritual today. Again, that's ritual.com slash weird. Show your support of the show and get some goodness in your belly. If you want to uh, support the show, everybody wears underwear. What a great way to support the show. Wear some underwear. Right now I'm wearing my purple zombies Leela actually really thinks these are funny when I walk around the house in my purple zombie me undies. A couple years ago, I heard about me undies on another podcast and did a complete top to tails, emphasis on tails, reboot, uh, overhaul of all of my underwear. Val did too, complete me undies, and we haven't looked back. It is the softest, best fitting, and clearly, as you can tell from my zombie print, the most fun patterned underwear I've ever found in my life. I love it. And you know how people say, imagine everyone in their underwear to make you feel more comfortable, as if imagining a room full of strangers down to their skivvies is what makes us comfy? But MeUndies believes that comfort does not start with imagining, uh-huh, but instead it starts with actual comfort, not imaginary comfort. That's why they make the softest undies and fun prints to help you feel comfortable at your core so you can feel ready to take on anything. No half-naked room necessary. MeUndies are designed to be the softest thing on, dare we say it, this planet. Baby bottoms? Sure. They're old news. MeUndies Signature's micro-modal fabric literally grows from trees, making their undies not only super soft, but also sustainable. They offer different cuts because that they just get it. They, they We've got different butts, so you need different cuts for different butts. Check out their undies, their socks, their bralettes, their loungewear. I love their uh, lounge pants, which is what I sleep in. And all of those things ranging from extra small to 4XL. I actually wear the 3XL undies. I have a 40 waist, just to give you a sense. I like them a little bit looser. Lusa. MeUndies has a great offer for weirdos. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has a problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats and no questions. So, to get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash weird. That's MeUndies.com slash weird and show your support of the show. All right, guys. Hope to see you at Largo for the live You Made It Weird on August 19th or my stand-up show on September 9th or at the uh, September 3rd weekend in Brea, California, the Brea Improv. In the meantime, enjoy the wonderful Busy Phillips. What's up, guys? Uh, Obviously, we've heard some very, very sad news um, this past week. Um, My friend, the incredible, incredible, very, very funny, lovable, kind, warm smart and sharp, beautiful human being, Trevor Moore, passed away. This was really, really heartbreaking for me, a devastating loss. Um, I know I know this, these things sound so silly, but this is literally me sending some love to his fans, to his family, um, and to his friends uh, and, and his loved ones. It was a really, really tough um, 
thing to hear. It's still a tough thing to hear. Um, Trevor and I lived in the same uh, neighborhood. We used to run into each other. It was always a delight to see him at the grocery store. Um, and, and I've worked with him a number of times. One of the first jobs I ever had was writing sketches for the whitest kids you know. And that was uh, something that Trevor gave to me, one of my earliest breaks. And uh, it meant so much that, that the sketch made the air. And I'm such a fan. I remain a fan. I'll always be a fan. But even more than the talent, at the risk of uh, sounding contrived or something, the main word for Trevor was kind. He was kind. He was kind. He was warm. He was a rascal, but in an inclusive way. Everybody got to kind of be in his group and find the funny together. He wanted everybody along for the ride and just a, a real loss for the for the comedy world and just for the world in general. So I, I wanted to play a little clip. Uh, his, I believe he was on in 2016, so it was quite a while ago. Um, but this is just a silly clip, a small, tiny, insignificant tribute, obviously, but just a little something to send some love out there. Um, to everybody that's missing Trevor and thinking about him. So here's a clip of him and I laughing uh, just for a couple minutes, and then we'll roll into the rest of the episode. But um, a, a lot of love to his family and loved ones, and we will miss you, Trevor, more. But I get it. So you need all the help you get. So I have to imagine, how old were you when you started? Uh, I was probably 18, 19. See, there you go. Mm-hmm. And, and you're looking for your identity. And then you had another box, smoker. Trevor Moore is a smoker. Smoker, like yeah. tall, whatever. Like mm-hmm. we have nothing. Like in high school, I was like, Pete likes punk rock. Like you're desperate right. for some sort of identity. Yeah. And you went with smoker. I get yeah. it. Like I had like a big fan of the movie Face Off. <laughs> Were you and really a smoker? Yeah. Were you an? I thought that movie was amazing. When it came the out. movie Face Off. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> Fucking Nick Cage, man. Where is he? I'd watch a Nick. I'd watch a like adaptation, right? Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. It's that Jim Carrey. Uh, it's the Eternal Sunshine thing. Why don't those guys do more? Is it, is it because there aren't those scripts floating around? Like, where are those yeah. other choices for those guys to continue these like, there's epic just, roles? There's probably just more money in like the big summer blockbuster. So that every now and then they dabble in like the art films, like right. adaptation and Face Off. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's fantastic. That's they should do a sequel to that now. Can you imagine with like, with like an old John Travolta and an oh, old Nicholas Cage? Yeah, they're rebooting everything. They should do that. And then the face-off technology would look so much better. Yeah, like back then. Well, it was just it was that was good. It? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. trying to think of the scene where they like put the face. It's on. like a rubber mask. It pulls off. And, but then they could also like pass the torch to a younger generation of face-offers, <laughs> like a Shia LaBeouf or a. Uh, Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato and Shia LaBeouf get their faces switched, and it's like a passing of the torch. Like, you know, Travolta's still in it. Yeah, like Starsky and Hutch, they're just in the end. Yeah. Going like, I had my face off once as they run out of a bank or something. Uh, That'd make a trillion dollars. I love that so much. All right, everybody. That was it. And now, here is Busy Phillips. Get into it. Damn it, infrared sauna. Get out of here! Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Tony, would you close the door, please? I, I feel like it's cooler in here. Wait, Just I a little bit. So Are you about it? 
Yeah, I love an infrared sauna. Are you kidding? It's my favorite thing ever. You can do it. I can just come over and use your infrared sauna? No, I mean, I, that's me and Steve Agee have this joke about how creepy it is when you say to somebody, especially a young woman, come over and use my pool. Like, it's just like a weird... Yeah, it's weird. You know what I mean? I guess so. I don't know. I. It's not weird. It depends on how well you know them, I guess. Well... But I feel weird. I don't feel like I'm ogled at, but still, if somebody's like, come into my house and use the pool, I'm like, what? I like to offer things to people. I like to give the the perks of... That I've received in my life, like things that I've gotten. Like pools? Well, pools. Yeah, I used yeah, to. Yeah, it's on the remote. I'm sorry, Busy. That's You're in okay. the middle of a charming opening anecdote, but this fan is, this... is so loud, you can definitely hear it. I had to do my podcast from. Just, here, here, give it here, Tony. The house. Yeah. Tony can't figure it out. Tony, you're a dingus. I'm just kidding. But the air conditioning. I just love saying dingus. What is it? Is it okay to say? I don't know what it. What's the origin of it? Have oh, we looked it yeah. up? Oh yeah, don't don't Google it. I'm we sure. don't know. Well, Nimrod, all of those are terrible. Even Moron is terrible. Well, Matt got Matt Damon got into a lot of problems this week. Yeah. For what? Did I he don't say know. the the Boston one? I don't know what that is, but cause... yeah, you do. Retarded. Oh no no no! <laughs> although, Everyone still says way, it in Boston. Although by the way, I, I do say it with feel no, no joy. He like me to say he, he, it was an it was an interview and something to promote something. This is a great story. What did he but say? He was he was sort of I guess trying to tell he, in his statement after the fact he was saying that like it got all misconstrued and what he was trying to say was an anecdote about how he was trying to impress upon his teenage daughter how far things have come um, in terms of like LGBTQIA plus rights and. In specific, the F slur. Yeah. Yes. And and he even said, like, I mean, just a few years ago in my movie Stuck on You, that was like a thing. It was like the a fair, thing. That's the Fairley Brothers, well, right? Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, the Fairley Brothers were always on the line. Maybe over. On the oh, line? Oh, yeah. Let's say okay. <laughs> on the line that's over the line. Well, they <laughs> went so, so far past the line, they drew their own line. But then, like, it just, like, the way that it was disseminated throughout <laughs> the, the internet. Line. Are we? We can have a no <laughs> debate about line. that. We can have no debate. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. And then did he say the quote from Stuck on You? No, he didn't. But I, it doesn't. The the quote in the interview doesn't sound great. He was dragged on Twitter. He made a like public apology statement. Blah blah blah. Like I pointed at you. And it seems, whatever. What do you mean? I just mean like I don't know. It's everything's it's overwhelming. Everything's hard. <laughs> everything's, everything's overwhelming. And that everything's one in like particular exhausting. though is pretty brutes. That slur. That slur is. It's insane. Brutes. Meaning, and I grew up and not a lot of slurs were being thrown around, but that one was. That one was like I've told the story a million times. But I went to a Christian college, so we don't we didn't swear. Right. But they would say that word. What? Some people. Not everybody. In fact... Teachers? No. Oh. <laughs> What's up? Hard F word. Whoa. Welcome to Bible 101. And he says it. Uh, no. Um, just kids. It's, it, it was just like boys... Uh, well, sure. We're... Would say it. Of the same generation. We're the same age. Exactly. You Googled. You know. I just saw you were born the same year as me. 79. 79, baby. We did it. How do you feel? You sort of looked... You looked like a cop solving a case, peeking out I, of Venetian blind <laughs> for a moment. You're like, 79. Let's just peek out the window real fast. Because I don't know about you. When's your birthday? What's your... March 30. 
Okay, so you're 42. Mm -hmm. I just had mine in June, my birthday in June, and I just felt like it was unfair. That year of 2020 was an unfair year for anyone to turn a year older. Yeah, nobody had a birthday. Let's just delete them. Right. So I feel, I keep saying to people that I'm 41. Like, oh, I just turned 41. Yeah. I, I did not, I just turned 42, but I feel like we should all be allowed in this moment to just take that year back. Delete it. I'm because biz can't call you biz. Yeah, it's, it's my you know it's my favorite thing. Is when it? Pe- yeah, when people I don't know really well. Wait, and, and Wait, by the way, is this real? Are yeah, you no, this is me? this is real. But it's a very specific type of person. You fit the bill. Okay, good. Because guys, I want you. If anyone's listening who um, enjoys me and you see me in public and you call me biz, it's not going to be the same reaction. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm just being honest, I love but it. I have like, like there are like very few people who like in my life before I know them very well, they take to calling me biz mm. or they do it just like you did. Just, just do it. Just do it. Just going for it. And I find it very endearing and I like it a lot. Well, because you understand the language of uh, little nicknames like that. I'm saying, yeah. can we be close? Yeah. Closer? Yeah. Can we, pr- let's exactly. like force ourselves one click ahead. Yes. We could do it. Like going to a wedding or a funeral together. You know how it fast forwards a relationship? Like a friendship. You go to a funeral or a date. I was just thinking, oh my God, that is exactly what happened to me years and years ago. You went to a wedding or a funeral? I went to a funeral with someone. Forget it. You've been dating for six years We literally became... And what's so funny is we had no basis for it. So then when the friendship fell out, I was like... Oh, it was just friends. Oh yeah, just friends. Friend funeral. Friend funeral, friend fu- friend. His fam, or their fam? No, it was like like somebody we both were very close with. Still, yeah, I mean, it was just intense. all I'm saying is that like going through the death of somebody with you're right. I never put that together. Yeah, and you also like skip a bunch of steps. Yeah, mourning is Oof. it's intimate. Well, but d- nobody does it right. Oh my god, preach. Nobody knows how to do it. No, I mean, we should all be in mourning right now. I'm not even kidding. For the, the year. For everything. Just. W- it's been, we've all, yes. <laughs> I'm looking for the specific. Well, The no. hard time we've all been through. For, yes. Yeah. And for all of the, everybody that's. Died. Still dying, and too. Died. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, it's really baffling to me that people are just like. Lollapalooza. (laughs) I'm so, I, it's like, I'm friends with a, with a, with some, with people who are in bands and I know how much everybody was, is so wanting to get back on stage and, and, you know, my friends that play big venues, my friends that play small venues and you, you know, like you're like a Largo guy and like, I've been just you know, praying. I mean, I was so grateful that Conan did the Largo thing because I was like, Oh, thank God they're going to be able to, keep that place and keep it open and all of these so i get it and i want to go and see music and be sweaty next to people and then also like i just there's a part of me where it made i was watching some of the live stream and i started crying because i just was like the palooza live stream yeah because i feel like it's just so hard for people to conceptualize that their actions affect. You mean because of Coco? Yeah. Not Conan O'Brien. Conan. Co- COVID O'Brien. I'm talking about the DV. DV? Delta variant. Mm-hmm. 
is that? Are we? Nope. That's yep. too far. Uh, no, I that went was too far. Great. Okay. That was great. Okay, great. I wasn't sure. You weren't. I wasn't sure I'm what was saying, happening, I'm and just you saying. just you just bizzed me. I was like, "Can we call this very serious thing, Coco, COVID O'Brien?" And then you were like, "Yes, and yeah, in I mean, a very good way." It's TV, and it made me feel like you just called me biz. God, I'm so, so glad. now we're friends. But no, but I just I just think that there's a lot of and and the and and just the misinformation about vaccines and people not not choosing to be vaccinated is just so baffling to me and. um and people who just don't have a consideration for like, they're like, you know, especially, well, I've never, I've always been very concerned with everyone else, but, um, but just thinking, cause I even have thought, I mean, and I'm just very truthfully, I mean, I am 42. We know that, but I feel <laughs> spirit, it, like in a spirit way, like I'm still in my twenties. Sometimes late twenties, maybe. And <laughs> you up into late twenties. You know what I mean. You checked in with Tony. You didn't I like the look Tony. on his face. I did not. And I'm you're not like, gonna okay, lie. late twenties, Tony. I'm sorry. I'm like in my early Tony's face as late twenties. Late twenties. But, but my spirit, my spirit. <laughs> yes, you I know? understand. And and I feel like I did. I didn't. I never got. I never got COVID. Thank God, Knockwood and. Um, touch the sauna and I got, and I did get vaccinated, you know, as soon as I was able to get vaccinated, um, when we got our almost 13 year old is vaccinated and waiting on the, you know, eight year old, whatever. But I do feel like if I got it, I'll probably be fine. I mean, you never know, right? Like you never know. Obviously people healthy have had bad experiences. Very, very paranoid people that got the vaccine and then they got it. Meaning if it was bad, they would have rushed to like blow the whistle and been like, it's horrible. And they were like, it wasn't bad. These are like top tier, not, not nervous, but engaged and concerned. Wait, what do you mean? They got, they had the vaccine. They got the, the DV Uh or something like it. And they got a DVD player. <laughs> they got and they were okay. Blu-ray. They went they got straight the Blu-ray. Blu-ray. The next variant is going to be Blu-ray. Oh no! You know, my dad. Um, my dad bought a Betamax machine. Your dad like porn. Remember is when, that what like, it was? Buying like if you were like on the cutting edge when we were kids. Mm-hmm. If you had cameras, like a guy with like a khaki sure. vest filled with film, yeah. and lots of cameras, uh-huh. kind of looked pervy, right? Yeah. Tinted glasses. Sure, sure. Mustache. Well, my dad has had a mustache forever. Well, I'm getting a good picture of your dad. But my dad didn't have cameras. There were no cameras. Okay, that's fine. And no video cameras. It's all good. I don't even mean to say like super dark, inappropriate stuff. It's just like if you liked like when Betamax first came out and you were rushing to it, you weren't watching The Little Mermaid. (laughs) I was. But by the way, I was. I had it. I hope you were. I had it on Betamax. Yeah. I don't. What I'm saying is, when I was a kid, the magazines dedicated to uh, videotapes and stuff like VHS Uh uh and the cutting uh edge stuff, which I I used to make little videos with my friends. So I read those magazines filled with smut. There was a huge crossover. You just bought like video magazine about the new camcorders. Like the last quarter of that magazine is just like, do you feel like? How hard do you want? You're born, right? I mean, but now it's just like everything's available online. Right. We really so like, no signi- bled the wound. You yeah. know what I mean? It used to be you'd have to go in the shadows. And now like the quote unquote solution is just like, it's just here. All it's, the time. it's just one click away. I don't know how people are working in cubicles and offices. Maybe they have firewalls or something, but you're on like your internet 
TV, uh-huh. Twitter, uh-huh. porn machine. Yes. And they're like, do a spreadsheet. I'm like, I'd like to see yeah. something else spread. <laughs> okay, no, busy. Come no, on. No, no. You did laugh, though. No, because I was... <laughs> Because it's so dumb. You did. It's like so. I, I was watching your face like you were watching Tony's face, and I was like, do I make this joke? <laughs> I'm glad you did. Because here we are. Because here we are. And if I'm I, being honest, never mind. I'm never not going to tag Don't the do terrible it. Let's joke. Let's not do it. Let's not tag it. Let's not. Let's open this, this can of Spindrift, who are not a sponsor. I don't know if they're sponsoring my life, though, because I am going to tell you a thing that has happened recently. Well, first of all, I'm back. Did you finish what you were going to say? Your dad got a Betamax. I don't remember. Come on. Your dad got a Betamax. It was not a dead end. I don't remember what I was saying. Your dad bought a Betamax. We were talking about Lollapalooza. Blu-ray. I know my dad felt very... like not embarrassed, maybe embarrassed, like that he had made the wrong technology call with, with the Betamax. Betamax. Yeah, I, I remember because he's he's an engineer. Remember H D V D? What high definition video disc H D V D? Oh right, right, right. It was a battle between that yes. and Blu-ray and yes. Blu-ray one. It's insane. What are we at the aquarium? H D V D. We were already saying DVD. We were there. At an H. We were there. We were there. I'm in the building with you. You and I are the owners of the H D V D name. And yeah. we're like, this is a shoe in. Well, let me tell you something. This is the same reaction I had the year I found out that Aaron Sorkin and Tina Fey were both making TV shows about Saturday Night Live. Who's and I was win? like, Sorkin, obviously, win? is what I thought. Who's going to win? I was like, it's the West Wing. It's Aaron Sorkin. It's, not, yes. it's got to be yes. him. Yeah, I know. Oh, and, it was and we all watched him. both. And episode one, we're like, it's not <laughs> it's him. Definitely it's definitely not, not him. him. And he put in people from the West Wing, but they're all like, the bits. It's We're the bits. And we're insane. like, I don't know. And I, no one loves Aaron Sorkin more than me. Oh, my God. And I, I mean, couldn't wait. And the Brad Witt. Oh my god, he the greatest. The greatest. He played my dad on a pilot that Shut Tina Fey up. produced. Get the fuck in the house. Get in the house. It did not Bring get Bring the microphone. Up. I don't want to see you. I know. Isn't that crazy? He's, How was, was it the working best. with him? The best. Yeah, was he the best? Yeah. I've heard the best. I, d- I had known him. I've done like Largo shows with him though. For, really? Yeah, Thrilling Adventure Hour thing. What I, will he do? I mean, he does everything. He, will he walk out? We play the West Wing theme. He waves and leaves? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd do that? That's it. I don't know. Okay. Probably, though. So, he seems like he has a good sense of humor about himself. I think so, too. Yeah. I tweeted, I stand for the theme to West Wing, because that was one of my pandemic shows. Oh, good. Never watched it. Before the pandemic? Never watched it. Huh. Then got real into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my bit about it, I've never really done it on stage, is I wish J.B. Smoove was on that show. Because <laughs> J.B. Smoove was on, is on Curb, and he helps make sure you understand everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Larry's like, hey, we're, I'm getting audited. What's that mean? What's that mean you get, you get audited? IRF? Iris is coming in. Like, he just helps you understand everything. That's a good impression. And then on West Wing, they're like, I got to get three whips for the Senate. Otherwise, we're going to lose the majority. And right. it's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, if someone, <laughs> I'm watching that show pretending. Do you want to know a crazy? What the fuck does that mean? Do you want to know a crazy thing? What do you mean a whip? Two crazy things. Hit me with both. About the West Wing. Go in the that reverse might, order you were planning. Though. That might blow your mind. Hit them both. Okay, I'll do the reverse order. Number one fun. is that. A guy that my friend married, who's my friend now, they've been together for a long time, is like rumored to be one of the inspirations for Rob Lowe's character on The West Wing. What because, because he was plucked from Harvard based on a article, an op-ed that he wrote for the Harvard paper by Bill Clinton. And 
brought to D.C. What do you mean by Bill Clinton? He was plucked by Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton read an op-ed that he he had written about some policy that they were trying to pass or enact or whatever. And he went. I'll take that sentence and take it into court and show why I was confused. (laughs) And the jury is going to side with me. (laughs) You're standing up. You're standing up. You're standing up. But also like almost just ruined the. No, no, I felt bad. I'm sorry you're wearing okay. a dress. You didn't know we were doing this on a deep couch. Well, I only wear dresses. Really? Yeah, I mean, almost exclusively. I mean, I have some jeans and I have some shorts and stuff. Your dress- so I don't just yeah. wear dresses. I wear lots of different <laughs> kinds of clothes. <laughs> Remember that moment when Busy realized that she doesn't just wear dresses? I also have overalls. I've but got, you're saying like- you like dresses. <laughs> I I'm going to be honest dresses. with you. If I was a lady, I'd be wearing dresses. Dresses too. are the best. I can't believe you're allowed. It's You, like, also- you got out of the t- shower. You wrapped a towel around your chest down to your uh-huh. knees and you just went out of the house like that that's right that's what a dress is that's what a dress is. you think i don't want to do that why don't you the though? freedom of that yeah but like but like let's get rid of toxic masculinity and the gender binary Look, who gives a fuck did you watch what wood, you wear. wood 99 woodstock 99 not yet no i really want well they to. make a really good point about how we're lucky people our age because we had kurt cobain and remember kurt yes. used to wear a dress and there were my friends at school guys used yes. to wear dresses and yes. that was like cool it was cool i know it, yeah it i knew cool. you would understand what i meant yeah. because we were nirvana yes then the people just after us, Kid Rock, Limp Biscuit, and everything right. gets Terrible. pretty fucked. It's toxic masculinity. That's what I mean. Of course, you think but I did wait. it all for the nookie? No. It's- That's a little tox. That's tox man. Mask. That's tox mask. It's t- beta max. It's t- beta max. <gasps> no. Fun. Okay. My, okay. So here's the thing, though, about that. Which, I have like a whole- Which one? All of it. Rob Lowe. Rob okay, Lowe. go on. Kurt. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll be host, and I'll remember we're talking no, about no, no, Rob Lowe no. and West Wing. Okay, but so, you say this. Okay, first of all, I want to say that it really all went downhill, like around ninety-seven. Yep. And we're gra- I would say we're graduating high school, right? Yeah, we we graduated. Yeah, yep. Yep. And but I mean culturally. Yep. And just in terms of, Kurt, I have a, I could Kurt, talk about this. Kurt bailed right at the end. He was the end. He really maybe and saw Jerry it. Garcia died around the same the time. same time. Uh, you like the Grateful Dead? I don't. Oh, okay. I yeah. really should. I did like everything to... about the culture. But, but okay, I'm not... wait. You're religious and stuff. Do you? Did you? I was you did, religious. But right. So you did. You never did drugs. I do drugs now. Right. Sure. I mean, we <laughs> all do. Sure. Obviously, <laughs> we're both on mescaline right now. <laughs> uh, Would you ever do like? Um, did you ever do like like the uh, what's it called? The one uh, that people go into the jungle and do. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. I watched this interview with Bobby Lee and he kept calling it Acapulco and I was dying. <laughs> I was busy. He kept, and they corrected him. He was like, I want to do Acapulco. And they were like, you mean Ayahuasca? And he's like, yeah, I want to do that one. You go in the jungle, you, you drink Acapulco. And it was like, he's not even he's trying not to update trying. the file. <laughs> he's just going to call it Acapulco. But you've never done it. I've never done Acapulco, no. Have you? No, but you know they. I'm open to it, and you know they say that when you're ready for Acapulco, it finds you. It finds you. I actually really believe that. I know that's pretty woo. Yeah. But when people are like, "I'd like to do mushrooms," I'm like, "Well, now they're after you." Right. <laughs> sure. They're going to show up. You put it out there. That's some real. I've done mushrooms. Come on, get I mean, into it. I'm, no, I mean, I've I grew up in Arizona, Pete, yeah, and I where, wasn't religious. Yeah, you know what I mean. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. That's where all the drugs are. No, I know. Because, yeah. sorry, but you're in Arizona. There's, There's nice parts to, to do. Arizona, but you're, you're landlocked and it's kind of deserty. And 
Yeah, no, it's drugs. You're going to do some drugs. Yeah. I understand. When, what age were you? Um, Like teen teen years. Yeah, you seem like you were... Maybe I'm thinking of your freaky geeky character, but I'm like, you were <laughs> wild. I was wild. No, I was. But I also saw... I did a little Reese... And you did raves. You were in the rave scene. I did, so you're I did a lot of raves. Escalator. Escalator. You're riding that escalator. Yeah. Escalator. You know what I had for a while, Pete, after I was- Were those religious experiences? Which one? Dancing to ecstasy and tell me what you did for a while. Okay. First of all, what I did for a while was I had a sort of um, aphasia, like what- has been happening with you today Hilarious. <laughs> where I would, where I was really stressed out. It was after I had had this really bad breakup and uh, my confidence was like, I mean, this was like mid ish twenties, early mid twenties and not the age I am now. He's not even paying attention. Tony's on his phone, Googling pictures of you in your twenties to compare. I mean, I'm way better looking now. Just FYI. Isn't that fun? Yeah. It's amazing. Totes agree. The best. It's, it's the best. The best. You were born to be this age. Yes, 100%. And I feel the same, not to compliment myself. <laughs> I, Biz, come look at my yearbook photos. That kid doesn't know what yeah. he's doing. No, but I believe he's it. He's growing his hair out. He's shaving his head. He looks like a youth pastor. He looks like yeah. a punk rocker. He doesn't know what the fuck's going no. on. College, same shit. I wanted to be 42. I'm not just saying that to yeah. like pep us up. I get it. Some people were supposed to be grown. Yeah. And you're an actor. Yeah. And when I was young, I wanted to be an age where you would believe it if I was like, hello, I'm your doctor. Yeah. Hello, I'm a cop. Yeah. Please step out of the vehicle. <gasps> you know what I'm saying? This leads back to fact number two about West Wing. Karate kicks through hardboards. When I was, are you gonna? You're gonna be like, what? This makes no sense. Can't wait. When I was twenty three years old, mm-hmm. I almost was cast as the Kristen Chenoweth character on West Wing. Like I got down to the wire for it. You were on the wire. Tell I me was not who on Kristen the wire. Chenoweth is because I'm bad with actor names. She's like very petite, and she was dating Aaron Sorkin, and Gross. she's. Um, oh, I, I mean, excellent. How do I we, don't know. How do we feel about that? She's like very, very small, and she's like a Broadway actress. And is she, she in has the first season? Beautiful voice. No, I don't. I mean, can I be honest? I never only really watched The West Wing. Tone's going to throw it up on his phone. T- you, Tony's going to look it up. Phone. I don't. I don't. I'm not googling. Tone phone. I'm not pulling. She's my not phone here out. to Google. I'm not here to you Google. You are the guest. Yes, right. You are the guest on my podcast. Nonstop Googling. You have a Google? You have a podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah. She's later season. She's great. That's right. Later season. Uh, Sorky's lo- – I love Sorky's, by the way. Yeah. Um, we've already said that. I know. But I just – because I made fun of him dating somebody and I said <laughs> gross. I felt like I'd say it again. Uh, she – he loves beautiful blonde Republicans. That show would just cycle through beautiful blonde women Republicans. I believe that character is a Republican. I don't remember. I thought it was the um, – I thought it was like a press secretary. It might be. That was, but anyway, I like, it really got down to it. What if we only talk about that for 20 minutes? <laughs> the most boring podcast. Totally. Tell okay. Tell me what you're saying. It, what got down to it? It really got down to it. And it felt. You almost got it. Yeah. It really felt like I was going to get it. You would have been great. You would have been great. <sighs> John Wells was. You're great with lines. I'm sorry to you say know that because it's condescending, but I, I'm an actor. I, I, I think you know I've done some acting. <laughs> so I'm not saying how do you remember all those words. But there are some actors where I'm like, they're barely remembering all those words. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're good with words. Oh, I'm great with words. Well, and that's you can my... say a line and you can say a joke and you can deliver a lot of dialogue. And I bet you could have memorized the fuck out of those that's why rewrites I, on the day. I think that I got so far because I could just walk and talk really fast. That's it. 
and and memorize all of the jargon and everything. So all anyway, the auditions up for that show were on a treadmill. <laughs> I I brought in a sandwich. I had a, I walked around the room. I had weird props. overhead lighting does not favor the balding man. By the way, no hard for the balding Mm-mm. man. Hard, not great. Are you balding? You're not balding. No, but I don't like an overhead light. It'll show where it's kind of thinning out a little bit. More. That's not a nice light. And, I, and that's not what they have in the White, White House. They're not humiliating people. I think they might be. Bring in the prime minister, I don't humiliate him. I can listen, call my friend's husband and ask him. He knows he was this, in the White House. What? You know what I mean? Oh, right. Yeah. Because he was plucked by Bill Clinton. <laughs> there's no way there's that <laughs> ominous lighting overhead. Maybe not. It is starkly lit. Um, but anyway, back to my raves. And I did not and, and have any. And you're dead. I mean, I don't know if I ever had like. I didn't have it. I don't know. I don't know. You if never I had. had like an experience where you like, I, and I've never danced ecstasy. Mm-hmm. I've taken MDMA, which is, you know, similar ecstasy mm-hmm. without the upper. And I've definitely had that. Like, I understand electronic music. Oh, <laughs> like, well, for sure. Well, that was always the joke about ev- ecstasy with my friends was that like, <laughs> my friend Katie would say. That laugh, Biz. <laughs> that's the one. You've done it several times. And every time I'm like. And it's, it's a good laugh. My friend Katie would say, I was confused and then I took E and now I'm not confused anymore. Wow. And you mean when she was 16? She yeah. said that? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm and I see. then two days later, when you came down fully, it was all a mess and was everything worse. was Sometimes, gone yeah. and you were just like serotonin depleted or whatever. It's brutal, yeah. And it was brutal. Yeah. And you didn't remember all of the things that you thought you had figured out. Of course. And then you were just like, well, I just have to wait till next weekend so I can figure it out. (laughs) The things you're figuring out, too, can be pretty simple. They're like, it's all okay. You know? Well, this is, yeah, right, right, right. Like, I was dealing with, like, like high school breakup stuff and, like, just dumb, that, that kind of thing. But all of it, all of it, all of it, Pete, it's in my book. Most of it's in my book. All of it, I really know, was just me wasting time so that I could just get through high school and move to Los Angeles and work biz. You know what I mean? We're like family. (laughs) I swear to the 50 foot Jesus, the really big Jesus that's in South America. I swear to that one. That's more that's than That's the best feet. one. That's the best one. You know the one. He's in like of a course. swooping shot. In Obviously. Some I thought movie. it was. Is it Brazil? I think it's Bavilia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is. I think that that's Portugal. That's not Brazil. I what think you're so doing? Brazil. I really don't think that's it. It's Brazil. Huh. Yeah, that's, okay. that's Spain. Well, I think that's Spain. I'm just going to take your. Uh, just go with it. Okay. Yes, Zil me. Um, I swear to that, that's how I felt. I really, really, I wasn't doing drugs. I was just, but I definitely had the feeling in high school that I was just killing time. Yeah. I was like, that, it goes back to like, no one would believe if I was a cop or a doctor. I, I was just like, it's that Colin Hay song. I'm waiting for my real life to begin. Mm, I love that song. You know song. that song? Yeah, of course. And I was like, I love Colin Hayes. Well, let's karate kick some thick boards together because <sighs> I still love that song. I don't feel that way anymore. Mm-hmm. But I think you and I have that in common. It was like. You, well, tell me if we have this in common. Yeah. Even as a young person, I was like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be in movies. I haven't been in many movies, but mm-hmm. I'm still like, I'd go to the movies. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! To be fair, can I? Don't be mean. To be fair, don't be mean. I, I've been in some. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I'd go to the Burlington yeah. Mall movie theater, mm-hmm. and I would go. Someday you're gonna be on that screen. <laughs> I know you're laughing because no, it's so where's, bald. Where's it's Burlington? So bald. 
It's a Burlington Coat Factory. Yeah, no, no that's what saying. I that's, assume. That's the one in uh, Vermont, I think. Oh, okay. Um, Burlington, Massachusetts. Uh-huh, uh-huh, We're back uh-huh. to Tina Fey and Amy yeah. Poehler. Sure. Amy's from Burlington. I thought that it's by Lexington. Tina, Tina's from Philly, or is she? Yes. Yes. Well, Philly. You did I a don't. You know, I don't. So I believe you. I no, she's. She was, I'm doing a TV show with her now. Shut up. Pete, did you not look up anything that I do? Also, she produced I, my late I night talk show. I researched you five ever. <gasps> she, Get it? Yeah, I do. Um, Why didn't she, you laugh? Because I'm like, I don't know. Because I was, because <laughs> you skipped over the part where I said to you that she produced my late night talk show too. I didn't know that. Yeah. That did. I didn't. She did. You know what? Tell your wiki page. Tell your... My wiki page for a minute said that I was married to Tyler, the creator, and I was real excited about that. Wow. What if he changed it? Well, that would be great. Yeah. But it, I don't think so. I actually said it to him. I, to, I, I told him that. You it told said Tyler? My Wikipedia page said that we were married. And what did he say? He was like, that's weird. That's a weird line. I mean, I mean that's something like, I feel like yeah. I would say. And then I'd, and halfway through the sentence, I'd be like, there's no this, way I'm to bailing. appropriate nope. to uh-uh. this. Like, nope. There's no way to respond nope. to what I'm about to say to you. Nope. You know, on our Wikipedia page, it says we're married. And then he's just like, <laughs> like I wish Ninja, Ninja Smoke was a real thing. Because wow. I can't, I can't, I can't take this. Okay, so what about when did you do mushrooms? You were a teen? Yeah, First of all, you're dating? Yeah. We had different high school experiences. Yeah, no shit. Oh, I see. <laughs> Oh, I see. <laughs> Obviously. I'm sorry. I didn't uh, didn't realize you knew. Whoa. Um, Whoa. Yes. You're like one of those kids that had a car when she was 16. Of course. Yeah. See, you're the girl. I had a used Honda I... Civic Si stick shift. Of course it's a I stick. I had to That's learn so how to cool. drive stick That's in so order cool. to get my driver's license. That of was course. me. Of course. You had to in Arizona. Yeah. Sure. In Arizona. Yeah. Very flat in Arizona. Good place to drive a stick. Yeah. Any who's a woozle, mm-hmm. I would watch TV and I'd be like, who the fuck are these kids dating, doing yep. drugs, driving their own car? Who are these? I don't know these people. It was you. It was me. Was it fun? I don't know if anything I've ever done in my life has been fun. I love that answer. I love that answer. <laughs> I mean it's that. just what was happening. It's just what was happening it's at just the time. Happening. Yeah. You just were kind of like, I guess Here this we are. is what I do. Yeah. You got your sides in the morning. Yeah. They said rambunctious, rowdy teen girl. Uh-huh. Yeah. It said clear as day, interior kitchen. There we go. Roll your eyes at dad. Yeah. Well, my dad was always gone before I went to school because. Yeah, down to the mines. <laughs> he worked at a power plant. He worked at. The power plant in Arizona. He was a nuclear engineer. You are a pilot. You're I know. the wonder years. You're you're the busy years. I, this is why Sims theory makes so much sense to me. Simulation theory? Sure, because I'm like, We're this is obviously Sims. it's all it's called Sims theory. No, I liked it. I just haven't heard it. Oh. I didn't is, doubt it. Because to me, it does just feel so frequently like this is just a game that someone else is playing. Well, that's the oldest belief system in the book basically is it yeah it's hinduism basically oh really yeah it's it's the oldest religions is it think about it the difference between simulation theory and like a basic religion is we have a programmer or we have a god basically okay but the idea that you're playing a role but really you're just you know i'm pretending you know what I mean? Sure. I'm pretending. You... I look in the mirror. I see a man. And then I watch movies. And I see how men are behaving. And we're all like, hello, Tony. Like, you think I made that up? No. Hello, Tony. No, What's but up, dude? Do you Are you interested in all by, like, the this 
generation that's my older kids generation and then my younger one is the your kids generation which is the they don't have a name yet gen a what are they what are they called (laughs) no but are you are you at all like interested or do you know anything about like you know non-binary like the sort of like non-binary movement and like how kids are sort of just shedding like i didn't know i'm just gonna say i'll speak for myself i won't ask it as a question i didn't really know what was happening with the with the kids and like i remember thinking like every all these kids are just they're all gay like they're all whatever val and i were talking about that if you asked timothy chalamet if he's bi he'd be like what Right. It doesn't you know matter. I mean? like, it doesn't. It's exactly. like not even. That's an, what you and I would be like. Right. Oh, I, get, I think I think they might be bi. Right. And now they would just laugh in right. your face and be like, live in the now. Well, they're just like, I don't. That doesn't. They don't concern labels me. and all that shit. Yeah. And that's yeah. I mean, and I guess I as a Gen Xer. We're Gen Xer. Remember OK Soda? Sure. Keep going. I mean, Jolt. I remember Jolt. I remember when Jolt first came out, it was half the caffeine and twice the sugar. I remember when Cabbage Patch Kids came out, guys. I remember when Beanie Babies came out and I was like, wake me up when they're Cabbage Patch Kids. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not tickling any Elmos. Get me a motherfucking Cabbage Patch Kid. (laughs) Um, I did love Beanie Babies. I I, I love that about you. Keep going. People are already commenting on the Instagram post that I interrupted you too much. But I'm having having fun and I'm enjoying stoking the fire. So um, I... Just as a Gen Xer feminist, like identify as a feminist, but I am of Gen X, which means that I am like sort of shackled by my like instilled patriarchal heteronormative sure systems you got a that good oppress. Coat. You got a good coat. Sure, we all a base do. coat. Yeah, of course. And it's and it's interesting. You can tell who's had a better opportunity or a better chance to like have i just think in the last two years you've just seen very clearly who's had a better um ability to like scrape some of it off and then and who hasn't well no but i mean in our generation oh you know like not didn't get it but people that took it off better yeah i feel like i'm trying to like shed it Dude. constantly yes it's a process but i like acknowledge it and also i feel like i owe it to my kids um and 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 it's always fascinating to me when i hear stories like somebody just told me that oh you know what's you know what's really interesting to me mm-hmm. my kid my kid is gay my older kid birdie is gay and when birdie came, birdie came out to us when they were 10 and is birdie um uh... birdie is non-binary oh they them pronouns. So they are non-binary. They are non-binary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, that happened. The non-binary. But they are attracted to the same gender as they were born. Well, we, this is, yeah, what do we, we don't know. I mean, yeah. they, when they were 10. Yes, I see. <laughs> identified as their assigned gender at birth female. I see. And came out as gay. Okay. It was gay first. Yes. And then non-bi. Yes. Got it. And, but not, but non-bi, not in like, not bi. I understand. <laughs> Non-binary. Yeah. That, you that, say bind, that bind. I have to say, I think that a brief doesn't work. I'm going to throw okay? it away. I think we get rid of it. It's in the trash. It's I'm in right the trash. clicking We're done. it. I'm clicking um, empty trash. But I was 
<laughs> I was shocked, shocked to my core. By the way, Birdie told us there was not a moment where I doubted what they knew about themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I was 10 years old, I knew I wanted to make out with Ryan Hatch and I would listen to Rush Rush by Paula Abdul and wander around my aunt's like uh, house in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin and the property like, like, like around, like in the, in the woods or whatever, like listening to that on my Walkman and dreaming about when I went back to school. That, Not even on repeat, just like a listen, then hit that back button. That's correct. Or rewind. Ro- rewind. Yeah, we're rewind. I had Paula Abdul on tape. Too. Yeah, tape. Yeah. Also, like a prayer that was, and the tape smelled so good because Madonna had scented it. She with, scented her tape. Yeah, with like patchouli. God bless her. It was. Yeah, something I, I else. like a prayer that. just oh right that was probably not allowed was, i i forbid that from myself oh right because my that parents was just... never saw it. i watched that Whew. that video and i was like absolutely not i think i'm going to hell now yeah i watched that video and i was like tell me more yeah, yeah. i'm in yeah gush gush you know no so no yeah so, no you like anyway, it. So, okay <laughs> it so, was a callback to rush rush it was so anyway all i'm saying my my boy is... i looked at tony he's giving us nothing <laughs> He doesn't, he's not interested. No, he's not. My point being that I knew who I wanted to make out with when I was 10 years yeah, old. Yeah, Ryan Stauk. Whatever his name was. I don't doubt for a second that my child also would know who they want to make out with when they're 10 years old. When I told, when we told friends of ours, progressive, lib, whatever, friends, with the, you know best friends are gay these these people shockingly mm-hmm. was i was like floored by how many said but that'll change right real yes wow. they're only 10 that's weird you know they're they'll like i know i know i know they say that but you know it'll change wow and i was just like are you fucking kidding me guys it's an interesting perspective to adopt right up, right off the bat. Oh, I got into like a major thing. It's somebody that is really better friends with Mark, who's Bertie's dad, and I like and I and and Mark wasn't there and I felt like also because I just was feeling a lot of male stuff coming my way and I was like and then and then I was like, you know, listen, you, you like mansplaining. No, I just was like, I th- I feel like you haven't fully like understood your own white male privilege. And uh. this is where it shows. And then he like started talking about like privilege and money. And I was like, I don't think you I, now I know you don't understand what white male privilege is mm. because it's really not about how much money you made last year, honey. Mm-hmm. And then it got very heated. But it all started from the starting point of like, yeah, but that'll change. They won't, you know, she won't be gay forever. She'll mm. probably. And I was like, but also, what, huh? Well, this brings up something that comes up, believe it or not, on this podcast all the time. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're talking about the, the the base coat that you and I both got. Right. When I watch Wood 99, Woodstock 99. Yeah, obviously. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Oh, I can't wait. I, I, I've it's, been meaning it's to. It's hard to watch. It's hard, especially for people that oh. are our age because you're watching and you're like, that was us. Those were our friends in high school and, and college. Mm-hmm. And you're watching like kind of the worst of our collective psyche 
happening, mm-hmm. like undulating as mm-hmm. a large group. It's very unsettling, but it really shines like kind of an unpleasant light on just exactly what narrative did you inherit from your culture? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying everybody's a victim. I'm just saying everybody is a product of their environment mm-hmm. to a certain extent. And with your... Uh, kid. Kid. You saw me struggle. I know it. That's compassion. Well, it's also like we can I just, was going to say child. That's could, kind of condescending. With your child. You could say child or kid. <laughs> yeah, or, with your kid. Yeah. With your kid. Uh-huh. What, I think what we're seeing is if you had grown up in this world, yes. how would you have become different? And I like to take it to a really far extreme. Yeah. And people have heard me say this a million. I really want to hear what you think. Uh-huh. If your dad uh-huh. working at the power plant uh-huh. was by, uh-huh. and my dad working as an oil man, just by, Bill Clinton is by, uh-huh. everybody's by, or it's like ancient Greece. Uh-huh. It's just sort of understood that everybody's attracted to everybody. How many more people would have just been like, of course I'm by? Well, because what sure. I'm saying, sorry, hundred uh, percent. What I'm saying is, when people say, I, like me, I am a straight white cisgendered male, mm-hmm. uh, and I can tell you, I'm I'm pretty sure of that. Because I'm an introspective motherfucker. Right. I do embodiment you work. work. You I did the work. I do somatic work. I'm, I, I, I look... Uh-huh. Uh, psychedelics has a lot to do with that, actually. Because you, mm-hmm. you can't lie to yourself when mm-hmm. you're there. Oh, no. And it's all like, let's let's talk about you. Let, no, let... You keep asking it stuff. Why are we here? And it's like, no, let's talk about you. <laughs> so what I'm saying is... And I, I just... I, I was having a conversation with a, a friend of mine who's trans. And we were saying, like... When people say, a lot of people say, I'm a blank, blank, blank. And you're like, you sure? Because you haven't ever either had the privilege of the Mm -hmm. time to do that work. Sure. But how many people are just getting scoops of stuff at the cafeteria of the indoctrination into civilization going like, hi, busy. You are this, blah, blah, blah. And never give it a second thought. That's what it all is. And if you served something else, wouldn't you have been that? Well, or... Anything. If everybody was vegan, that's an easy one. If everybody was vegan, I could totally, like in India, everybody's vegetarian. We would just grow up vegetarian. Yes. And if everybody eats cow face, like yes. we do, everybody eats cow face. Right. And if everybody owns slaves, people own slaves. And if, you know what I'm saying? Like there's so many cultural identities yes. that go unquestioned and unchecked. And we are sort of, what, what it sounds like we're doing is trying to wash some of those off and see, see what's really going on. I think that, the indoctrination part is I'm with you 4,000%. And I think that we're at a really interesting time culturally in the world. You know, I mean, things were, things changed from the Roman times. (laughs) You know what I mean? So (laughs) things have changed from the Roman times. They got to keep changing. And they do keep changing. But but I feel like it's been a slow – I feel like while people say, like, if you look from 1950 – first of all, the fact that 1950 was so fucking long ago at this point, I can't – that blows my mind, right? Yeah. it's a long time ago. That's a long fucking time ago. 70 years ago. But – and yes, sure. Like, if we look. But culturally, not much has really changed. That's interesting. I thought you might have made the other made the other point. No, people say, look at how like far things have come since the fifties, and like we've made such progress and we've changed. And I'm saying, I don't actually think. I think that this is the moment. I actually think that this is gonna sort of either we're going to deprogram some fucking bullshit now, 
the door is open a crack. Yeah. We got to kick it with your down. with your kids with my kids. Yes, yeah, absolutely. But but it takes but it also takes it takes people who are older, our generation and the generation below. Nick, are you paying attention? I'm just assuming you're the Tony, generation. Tony, Tony, you know. Call him Nick. He does look like a Nick. He looks he exactly looks a like, like a Nick. Lachey. He looks like Nick Lachey. Wait, I have to tell you something. I have to tell you something. Tell me everything. You have a Nick Lachey story? No, one of Cricket's best friends is one of Nick Lachey's kids. Get out of here. A little boy. And Cricket just loves him. And they are just like... Your other really... kid's named Cricket? Yeah, my little one. Karate Kicks. Ugh. Love that name. She is. Something else. That's great. But she and little Camden Lachey are like BFF. They just love each other so much. And when I came, when we came back to LA for a few weeks, cause we're early, we moved to New York in like a crazy move when during the pandemic, just let's go to the most populated place. Well, it actually, you know, okay. So yeah, you September, can finish that thought. September, 2020, the fires here were horrible in Los Angeles guys. If you're not, sitting in this room with us and you don't know where we are <laughs> like nick tony <sighs> i'm never gonna call you tony now it's gonna be nick, nick. It's only nick do you know that that it, that is something about me that i aggressively call people the wrong name <laughs> i can't believe i did it on a podcast because i've always like used it as a thing that i've told people i do but then they're like like what how would you do that how do you even do that i'm like i don't know i just do like i aggressively call someone the wrong name with such confidence i said nick i was like nick doesn't even and you, it is tony we're almost like <laughs> but wait you don't do it on purpose aggressively no, you I just am do it blind courage. Blind, hey, but- Mary! <laughs> Mary, how you doing? I have a person I want. I want Nick to know that I care about him. <laughs> you call him Nick again? <laughs> no, I know I that know, was. I knew. I, know, I, knew, I, knew, I knew that. Knew, part. I know. Ugh. I wouldn't. <sighs> anyway, you think I would ever degrade you by thinking I didn't know that you knew that I knew that okay. you were knowing? You knew what I was doing. I knew. Anyway, that is really wild that you got that on tape. I loved it, and I need it. I never finished telling you about the aphasia where you replace one word with another similar word. Like instead uh, of elevator, you say es- elephant yes. or something. Well, when you know it was what I mean? ecstasy, we were talking about the escalator. Right. Exactly. Right. Well, well, what was that? I don't know. I just remember that I was trying to say that earlier. I was like, oh, I had this weird kind of aphasia when I was really stressed out after the boy broke my heart. Right. The boy you wanted to make out with? No, this was like in my mid-20s, remember? Oh, yeah. Not the Paul Abdul boy. No, no, no. But you when that were, was I was ten. You were I 10. wasn't doing drugs when I was ten. And you knew what you wanted to do. I would think that most of us did. You know what's funny though? Well, this is uh, this might be too hard to talk about. We might have to take this out. I don't know. What I'm saying is, when I was ten, this mm-hmm. has nothing to do with your kids. Absolutely nothing to do with anybody's identities and preferences. I remember kind of being like. Well, I want to be like Zach Morris, and Zach Morris likes Kelly, so I think I like I like Julie. Right. Meaning it was sort of like a pre-sex. I'm not accusing anybody else of that. I'm saying I remember being young enough to being like, I like this girl, and I was just doing what I saw. But you didn't feel it. Not yet. I might have been younger than 10, if I'm being honest. This might be like six. I had a girlfriend when I was six would like kiss and stuff. Yeah, but that's the thing. It would have been weird if I was like, it's fucking hot. Right. But that's the thing that's so so wild, Pete, is just that 
the, when you talk about the programming, the deprogramming or whatever, or like the things that you're sort of indoctrinated into, like, like, you know, a three month old, like a mom will be like, Ooh, he's flirting with you. He's flirting with you. We are outgunned and out humaned. Yes. There's, you have no chance. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. It's hard. You, I watch Leela learning what's funny and what's normal so much from, and we're, you know, pretty careful about what she watches, but there's still stuff, uh, meaning she'll kind of squirt water on in my face. Mm-hmm. And, and she got that from a very sweet cartoon, but it's still, you kind of have to be like, yeah, I don't mind that you just spit water in my face in the pool, but like other kids aren't going to like mm-hmm. that. I, one of my earliest, not earliest memories, but I was in third grade. I don't have a ton of memories from third grade. It was my friend Chaz Crosby. You remember Chaz. Sure. He was running really, really fast. And I was just like, I'm going to stick my leg out. Yeah, it's funny. Right? Yeah, because that's, yeah, that's a that's funny thing. that's what Looney fucking tunes yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And dude, if he didn't go flying and if he didn't like break his body. Did he? No, he didn't break anything, but he cried. We were both young enough that like it was still, talk about in, indoctrinating. Yeah. Like, at a certain point, you're like, boys don't do that. Right. Boys don't do that. Uh, and But he, we weren't there yet. <laughs> So he wasn't going to be tough, or he, so he tried cried. to be tough. He cried. Yeah. Uh, so he cried like, like howled, and I just stood there, and I start crying. Yeah, of course. And now everyone's crying. Yeah. And, and you want to just Val? It's a very similar tattoo. What does yours say? Mine says "Aced out in her nudes," which is a thing from my book. Aced out in her nudes. Yeah, yeah. Tell me everything. It's just it's a thing my mom used to say about me. <laughs> aced out in her nudes. Oh, you know, busy. She just aced out in her nudes. What you does know, that mean? Well, I thought it was like a saying. I didn't know. I, my parents would say lots of things that I thought were, were made up. colloquial. Colloquial? Colloquial. I said it correctly, but it sounded so wrong. Oh, let's stop saying it because it's going to sound wrong it's to everybody terrible. for the rest of our lives. Colloquial? Colloquial. I'm just, it's just a colloquialism. Aced out in her nudes should be an expression. Let's make an, an we could. expression. I well, think you're I'm, doing it. I mean, I did. I tattooed it on it's on my own body with on my own body (laughs) on my own body but then i found out at a certain well oh i found out while i was writing the book that it was not a an actual saying but what does it mean aced out let's start there like does that mean like when i was when i was like a (laughs) baby when i was like a baby this was the thing that my mom would say about me busy justice has always just been trying to go just get out and even when she was a baby, you know, she would just, I would be going to put a load of laundry in and then busy just aced out in her nudes. Like aced. ran out naked? Yeah, like ran into the street. Ran naked. out. Yes. Aced naked. out no, in her nudes. No, By the way, I would take my diaper off and Leela I would ace out. is constantly out. acing out in her nudes. Aced out in her nudes. I said to Leela, this AM, you want to go get a movie? That's what we call smoothies. Great. Want to go get a movie? And she goes, yeah. And then she aces out in her nudes. Yeah. And I'm like, sweetie, we have to put on chonies. That's what mm-hmm. we call panties. Sure. Panties is already sounds like a euphemism. You could also just say underwear. What's wrong? With, you don't like panties? The word? Is I it like moist? It's like, Quiche? It's, panties? I, no. I, uh, 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 I just feel like... They're not great words. They're not great words. And I also just feel like it, it, feels, it feels gendered in a way that it doesn't need to be. I hear that. And I feel like you Because it sounds like my little panties. Yeah. Like my little pony. But would you call your underwear panties? Well, you don't know me. <laughs> would you I would though? absolutely okay. say, where are my panties? Okay. Well, I mean, I like that then. <laughs> then, if it's, then if it's the thing that you in your home call underwear- We don't. We oh, call you call them it chonies. chonies. 
And I definitely say, where are my chonies? Yeah, okay. So there. It, I like. I that, know what you mean, though. I like it's that it's... It's a doily yes. word. Yes, it's been doily. That mm-hmm. word is a stout... No, I'm trying to force that, it now. <laughs> listen, I don't think that any dude, any male-identifying person would say, where are my panties? I doubt it. I say, where are my panties? Well, oh, my God. That's what we're saying. No, I know, but you would. You do. I do. Okay, all I'm saying is but that... But am I saying it because it's so absurd? Like right, it's maybe, a like a joke. Like, and, you. and you know what? And I, that's the and that's all, another part of the thing. Like, you know, we're, we make the, the female things the joke. Dude, um, I, maybe I shouldn't use that in this moment. But as a f- way of agreeing with you, I'm saying, dude. I'm, so on the old treadies here, mm-hmm. I like to watch aggressive movies. Like, Great. Like Ali... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like you got to get pumped. Like I got to get pumped. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the movie Warrior. When are we going to stop IRL and in movies? The whole like, come on, ladies. It's so dumb. When a group of guys, come on, sweetheart. Well, that's why that commercial was so good. You send me a bunch of girls. <laughs> that run like a girl campaign was what? like the yeah. greatest thing of all time. What was that? It was that. Nike? It was that P and G. Procter and ad. From the Super Bowl several years ago. Who even remembers several years ago? I don't know at this point. Everything that happened before seems insane. (laughs) But it was like it was like a big deal because it was the first time that they they did an ad like this at the Super Bowl where it was where you know what it is. It's like a black black and white maybe, but they're they're asking all these little girls like crickets age, like eight year olds, like what does it mean to run like a girl? Mm. Like Oh, like really fast and they answer honestly like what they really believe wow. to be throw like a girl run like a girl right and then Lizzo has the song and and then it's like when does it change to being derogatory uh, right gym like class no but right after that it's yeah. like right after cricket is just at the age now where it, I can see the infiltration of the bad ideas. Barf City. It 2. sucks. 0. Yeah, it does suck. And panties is to finish. I mean, it is sort of. We call the girl underwear mm-hmm. panties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a terrible word. I like to say brawn panties, not bra and panties. B-R-A-U-N. Brawn. Panties. Brawn panties. Put on your brawn panties. Get your brawn panties on. Wear your brawn panties. You can't ace out in the nude. Put on your brawn panties. But these kids, like, this is what I'm saying to you about this, this, this generation. They're gen... Z mm. like I've just noticed with my kid and their friends they don't like even give a fuck about bras mm-hmm. they don't care about hair anywhere they don't care I about that. deodorant yeah. yeah that's right they don't care about stuff that like we were like I when I tell you the the desire to get a bra yeah was like hey I was sort of there Yes. I could have used a little support. <laughs> but let, well, I'm, I'm joking and I'm not joking, meaning when I could get deodorant, I remember asking my mom to please get me deodorant. And like, I did not need it, but I just couldn't wait to get the accoutrement yeah, of growing, of growing up. up. And now mm-hmm. I have a lot of faith in these crickets mm-hmm. acing out in their nudes in all these mm-hmm. ways. With the body hair, with the lack of yeah. bra, with the lack of deodorant, whatever it might be. Because you mentioned the 50s. These things come and go. Like, we need another 60s. And what's happening right now, you're mentioning ayahuasca. Like, there's more and more consciousness expansion mm-hmm. seems to be happening. Mm-hmm. I actually think the biggest psychedelic we're all taking is the internet. 
I hate that I meant it though. Oh, I mean it. I mean it too. The internet is a consciousness expanding yeah. experience uh, for everybody. So these, so you and I in high school might have been like, wait, uh, I want to be this way, and we didn't know 150,000 people that were that way that had that same feeling, and now you can, you can find that community online, Look, and that's pretty great. I think it's, I think that in that way, like, right. That is where the internet is its best form of itself in finding community and helping people who wouldn't otherwise be able to access information. It's the, it gets better of the internet. Sure. Sure. I, we didn't know it got better. I I know I wasn't a closeted gay person, but like, I would have liked to known that there were boys like me that grew up into comedians. You know what I'm saying? It was hard to find that information. <laughs> you didn't think David Letterman or, or Johnny Carson or... Those looked like jocks to me. They were like... David Letterman looked like a jock to you? He wore a Letterman jacket. I thought that was always just a joke on his name. Hilarious. It probably was. He didn't look like me. Conan looked like yeah, me. Yeah, Conan looked like when I all saw, of us. When I saw Conan, I was like, I bet if both of our hands shook... It's Clam City. I bet you could grow probiotics in between our handshake. That is disgusting. Absurd. And you loved it. Also, I did a <laughs> I pilot. I did a pilot that Conan O'Brien produced that didn't get picked up. Hilarious. This is the backdrop from my Conan O'Brien talk show. Do you know I had a talk show? I do. You didn't know that. I did. Have you ever almost died seeing a ghost or um, a UFO? Almost died seeing a ghost. The, no, no. These are three different questions. Oh. Have you ever almost died? <laughs> We're having fun. Wait, I literally thought you meant, have you almost died seeing seeing a ghost ghost or a UFO? And I was like, this is a a wildly specific specific because I have had ghost experiences. Hit it. I've had had. a UFO experience. I knew you had. And you've definitely almost died. A hundred. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that I'm still alive, sometimes I have to say, the fact that I made it, I'm like, by the fucking skin of my teeth. Yeah. I would have I would have allowed a grace of God if if that's what I you were almost leaning. was yeah, about I to say it. grace of, of God you were. by the grace You're of like, God. Let's de-religious this. Yeah, the most like the most the 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 very like most prominent almost death that pops into my head mm. was uh, on the way here. Yes, no, was when I was in the aforementioned early mid 20s and <laughs> tony is that okay she was once i was once 20s. once and i went with a group of friends to this bar on santa monica boulevard almost at fairfax which has been like four thousand different bars and there's a crosswalk there now that has flashing lights it's like right near that gas station i've lived in los angeles literally forever you know mm-hmm. and that crosswalk and flashing lights was put in because like multiple people, multiple pedestrians were struck in that exact place because you would go to the club and then you'd run across the street to go back to like where you parked to the car, you know, right. So people are a little tipsy crossing the street. I was very tipsy. I know we were leaving this club and, um, I stepped into the street and this guy that we were friends with, like not even like a close, close friend, 
like the force of him grabbing my dress or I was probably wearing a shirt. Knowing you was probably a dress. I'm, the dress phase is probably later in life. You know, I don't think early twenties was dresses. You're divine. I think it was like jeans and 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 tops when you better went to for clubs. grabbing. Better yeah. for grabbing. But the force, like he forcibly grabbed yep. and yanked, yanked me back, and this car so fast, like and you know where you like feel the wind on your yeah. face. Yeah. And I was like, you guys, Biz, you're bringing me back. I'm in New York. I was on a show called Best Week Ever, which was a big break. You know that Casey St. Ange, who's my who was my showrunner on Busy Tonight, I had to remember what the name. Yeah, when I did your show, she was like, "Hey, we worked on Best Week together." I was like, "Oh my god!" She was like a writer producer on that. It was crazy. Yes, no, I remember. uh, And Paul F. Tompkins, PFT, the best, and Norman Baker, who was the Booker, who you probably don't know, but I. I love Norman. I was sort of like gave Norman too much love. I thought he was booking it. He, was, I think he was really just the person that booked the people, the producer. <laughs> no! So I was like, I, it oh. wasn't. I actually did love him, but I definitely thought like, if I'm really good with Norman, he's going to keep booking me. It's oh like Norman wasn't God. booking it, sweetie. It's okay. Like, but I still love Norman. Anyway, I went to a party. And I didn't know how to party. I, I went to Christian college. I got yeah, yeah, yeah. married really young. I just first time I like, like kind of Hollywood, New York party. <laughs> so I'm doing shots just because that's what they're doing. Yeah. And then I saw people sipping a drink after their shots. The chaser and my chaser was just tequila on the rock. No, it was just so another. I'm doing outside. shots and then sipping tequila to get the taste of tequila out of my mouth. I don't know. Anyway, I barely even remember this, but I do remember it. We're in Times Square. And I did what you did. I walked in the street and someone grabbed me and I wish I could remember who it was, but they saved me. They saved us Well, what's both. so weird is I do know this guy, but I can't remember his name right now. Worse. It is worse. No, it's not. It's better. I mean, at least it's, maybe it's Nick. I know, I know his face. <gasps> and you know what? I think I ran into him in a diner and, and one his... of his kids is trans. Ah! Yeah. And is his name Nick? I don't think Who's so. Nick? Now we got to know. Who's Nick? Yeah, I'm just saying. Why did it come into my head that it's Nick? Nick Lachey. Uh, well, no, you brought up Nick Lachey after the fact. Your phone is the size I would have guessed your phone was. Of course, I have a giant phone. Come on. But you know what I don't have? Giant uh, text yet. You know, when people get oldies, old. Mm-hmm. For the oldies but goodies. Um, Biz. What? Oh, wait. Yes. You're on your phone. I'm asking Emily. <laughs> I'm asking my best friend, Emily Beebe, who who it was. Who no, no. Emily BB has been my best friend since I was five years old. We met the since, first day I moved to Arizona from Chicago. When you were BBs, what? When I was BBs, we were BBs. When you we met BB, I was a BB. When I met BB, you found it. And Thank, thanks too, for joining. If me. honestly, if thanks my phone hadn't been out, I would have been so much quicker You're with very it. Sharp. You're Who very is sharp. The guy that saved that wasn't Nick. There was another guy named Nick. He was really cute. That guy, Nick, the guy Nick was cute i'm just saying really pretty eyes i got it i'm seeing like really bright like blue eyes Kinda like the ocean after a storm yeah yeah and like yeah. dark dark hair very dark yeah not just, wet but not dry either not dry uh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy saved my life and then i do, do think he asked me out on a date and i do think I went and I was like, I just really want to be friends with you. And he was like, cool During about the date it. Where you're like, yeah. I sort of wish you had let me go. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but I did feel like 
I was never I was never good with like how do I get out of this if I didn't like a person. Well, it, it was pre-cell phone, so you couldn't do the fake phone call. Well, Remember? no, we yeah. both grew up in a time where you had to go like, "I'm sorry, Dave, I'm not enjoying myself." <laughs> like you couldn't do a fake. I gotta go. The best you could do is a fake beeper. Well, yeah. I mean, I had a sidekick. Ooh, you are a sidekick. Got struck by lightning and became <laughs> a, an actor and performer. That's what you are. Um, at, at night, your top part flips into your legs when you get in bed. That's probably true. Um, <laughs> okay, hit me with your ghost. Hit me with your alien. And we also have to talk about your mushroom experience. But but by the way, the alien, alien and the mushroom can sort of overlap. Of course they do. Yeah, obviously. Um, I. Have had I've had multiple ghosts in my we'll life. Start with the funniest one. I don't know. Um, oh, one of the weirder ones is that how many? How many are we dealing with? I mean, spirits are just around me, man. You know what I mean. You feel like that, yeah. You I'm open. Some in with I'm you. open. There's a pirate in the room right now. What if this candle starts flaring up? It could. Like, that was so. Here's here's the the first actual ghost like but if ghosts you were are ghost different problems, than spirits my first thing would be get busy the fuck out of here <laughs> like if a poltergeist started i'd look at tony do you and go, have a theory about poltergeists get this one, one of the theories about poltergeists geist <laughs> i believe that's how you pronounce it poltergeist <laughs> you have to like getting someone's name wrong yeah. do it loud um <laughs> just a lot of confidence <laughs> poltergeist poltergeist i hate making fun of people making mistakes uh so i want to just call out that you're okay with that riff i love it but also i too hate when people make oh. fun of mistakes especially in pronunciation because here's what i'm going to say to you a lot of times people just read words yeah that's right parliament i didn't know it was parliament you know how many people i've heard say sepulveda when they moved to los angeles Cahuenga. Cahuenga's insane, though. That's Gla- insane. Gloucester. I'm from New England. Gloucester? 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 Gloucester. Gloucester? Gloucester. I don't even know how to do that accent. But anyway, you listen. could do it. I could, maybe. I'm your maybe. agent. Okay, but listen. So when I was in college, I went to Little Marymount University in Los Angeles. And the summer after my freshman year, I had auditioned and got into this, like, theater program, summer program in Oxford, England, the Oxford School of Drama. It felt really cool and prestigious. I don't think it was, but um, it was still real neat to get to go. Oxford in it. Yeah, exactly. And and it was there. You know, we got to go. I got to go. So I went to this, what? Is Oxford in Cambridge? Help. No, it's in Oxford. Look, don't shame me. Oh, Oxford is Oxford. I thought Oxford was a part of Cambridge. Like the university or the city? I thought Cambridge is a city in England. Uh-huh. So is Oxford. And Oxford was in Cambridge. Oh, I see. Oxford is in Oxford. <laughs> Don't edit this out. Copy it and paste it so everyone has to listen to it twice. I didn't know. I get it, though. There's lots of stuff I don't know. But anyway, so <laughs> I went and we lived the... It wasn't affiliated with Oxford University. It was like its own thing. And... but. The the theater school had arranged a thing with Oxford University because it was over the summer. They used the Stanford dorms, mm-hmm. like what this what normally the Stanford dorms for the student exchange program are during the school year. Like that's where we lived for four weeks during the summer when there were like no Stanford students there. 
And thank God. <laughs> That's the laugh. There was a big, it was like an old building on high street, like, which is like the main drag. Right. And like, First of all, that's I may have almost died the night that I got to Oxford because I traveled by myself. I'm 18 years old. Wow. Going to Oxford, Cambridge. Yeah, going to Oxford by myself. Well, I had to fly into Heathrow and then figure out how to get on a fucking bus to Oxford. Jet lagged, 18. And by the way, I don't even think I flew direct. I'm pretty sure I connected. Yeah. Anyway, the point being, and then I got to Oxford that night and I like went out and like met some random man and like had dinner with him like a crazy person. Wow. And then he like kind of asked where I was staying. And I was like, I'm in this like bed and breakfast because I couldn't move into the dorm until the next day. And he was like, could I just like stay there? And I was like, no, it was he like, asked to stay. there. Yeah. You met a vagrant. I think so. <laughs> the accent. Makes everything seem legit and classy. A hundred percent. Boy, I am uh, unhoused right now. Right. Needing a place to crash. Yeah. Yeah. But, That's uh, almost Australian what you're doing. No, no, it's not. <laughs> you just don't have a very good ear for how good this accent is. This is what I want to say to you. Cheers. Oops, I this rushed This is what it. I want to say I said to ch- you. All right. Unfortunately, my best friend has a worse memory than I do. When? Where? BB? I'm going to need more context. Oh, that's a little aggressive. I mean, you know what, Emily? Forget it. Just type meh and then hit the emoji it turns into. No, 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 absolutely not. (laughs) That's aggressive. And that's how, you know what? People ask me the secret to friendship because, you know, I've had, I keep friends for a long time. Do you? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm kind of, that's one of my things. Um, You don't send the meh emoji in response to your friend trying to help you. That's absolutely rule number one. So anyway, so I didn't get killed by the guy moved into the dorms and the girl that I was paired up with everybody else was like in this one part of the Stanford dorms that was like, everybody was like basically all together, but they were like, you four ladies are up here behind the kitchen in this, just there's one stairwell here and there's a room and then you go up another floor and there's another room. And that my roommate and I were in the top floor. And then there were other two other girls on the floor below us. And we had a ghost that was, real ghosty like the ghostiest fucking ghost who did things like the not i mean i have three other girls that lived with me as witness old-fashioned pull down shades flipping around out of nowhere oh you mean like flipping around on their own like circling around out of nowhere not just losing their hold and going up but like we were standing there discussing if we thought because strange things had started happening we were discussing if we thought there was possibly a spirit present and the shade flipped up and started going around and around and around by itself that's crazy no me goose things would go missing things were misplaced then one night i was like going to bed or whatever and my roommate vanessa was like busy what what are you doing what are you doing and i was like what i'm in bed and she was like "Ah!" and was like (laughs) no yes and had felt me come like what she thought was me come over and sit down on her bed and she like rolled 
her knees up and hit my body, what she thought was my body. And that's why she was like, busy, what are you doing in her like kind of sleepy state? There was no one there except for our ghost, I guess. Oh, God. It was, that was terrifying. Yeah, no, I hate it. Yeah, it was terrifying. And then, and then once we were doing these like weird Chaucer exercises and like, I don't even know what we were doing. Like, like doing Chaucer poems and we had to memorize stuff and we had tape. I mean, this was again, guys, we didn't have smartphones. We were recording in class. We were recording stuff on like little mini tape player thingies. You're probably a dual tape player. No, it was more, you know, it was like those, remember those little ones that you used to have, like reporters would have. That's what we were asked to bring to theater school. Hilarious. So we could like record whatever. This is Oxford. Uh, yeah, you we bring your mini. <laughs> and you need a mini tape recorder. No ifs, ands, or buts. Miss Phillips. I wasn't great at the program. I'm just going to say that. I was not a star student. Not feel. a star. But not I a, bet you were just But I had fun. I had, on you know what? I had you were fun. acing out in your nudes. I was acing out my nudes. We had fun. Yeah. But so anyway, one day listening to the tape, and it was like out of a movie again, just started slowing down. On its own, of its own accord, changed the batteries. Still slowing down. Like it was insane. Like that. What do you mean? Like, you were playing the tape. You back? Were, I was playing the tape back, and it went, and then it was like you know the importance of Joshua. It would randomly speed up too. I don't like this ghost. No. So this guy was a fucking asshole. And I worked at Radio Shack. I talked to him. Once your zip code. We didn't. This was like before I knew about like Sage and I don't know. I didn't. This was, you know, we didn't know. Rocking some burn Sage. Get him out of there. Get it out of there. But I just talked. I was like, dude, we're just here. I'm from L.A. Like I am going to be leaving soon. (laughs) You told the ghost. Look, I'm from L.A. Can we just can we just be cool? Like we're just not. I'm not interested in this. Like I just. I really am not interested in this. One of the girls felt like the sleep paralysis thing, like pressing on her chest, which is that's when I was like, that's enough, dude. I'm out. I'm done with you. That's classic. fucking done with you. That's a classic. Okay. Are you ready for the like coda to the story though? Yeah. Which is several, several years later, Emily Beebe was Beebe. dating a guy who went to, you guessed it, Stanford, who spent a year abroad at Oxford, I was like, that's so funny. I lived in the Stanford dorms. And he's like, oh, yeah, but I lived in the very special part of the Stanford dorms, the haunted section behind the kitchen with the two rooms uh, behind the kitchen. Did anyone? Where you lived. That's where I lived. No. John. Magusta. And he said, oh, so you knew the ghost. And I was like, I knew the ghost. And he was like, that ghost hid my favorite um, Doc Martens. Very 90s ghost. <laughs> and I found them up, like I had to remove a thing from the ceiling and like they were up inside the the ceiling. And I was like, that is literally insane. I was like, so much stuff went missing. We lost so much stuff. And he was like, oh yeah, the ghost is taking it. It was like the validation of having someone else who like... 10 years earlier yes. had had the exact same, not even 10 years. No, it couldn't have been. This was like, I, I went there in like 98 and he was probably in college in like 95 or something. 
Anyway. That's a great coda. It was great. That's a Dakota fanning. Right? It really was. I was worried about that, too. I know. It made me nervous. Um, she just saved for a spill. And then I had a ghost when I lived in um, Wilmington when I was on Dawson's Creek. The I, I just was... That was like a terribly tortured person. And it was... I don't know Before what was happening Before we to get her. to that horrible story, what was your... What's your theory on poltergeists, you started to say? Well, it's not my theory. It is a theory about poltergeists. It's is a theory it, you enjoy. It's a theory that I think might be correct. Because Brett Goldstein? Mm-hmm. Do you know Who's that? that? He's on, he's on uh, Ted Lasso. I don't watch that show. Wow. I know. You know, some people say Girls 5 Eva is like the Ted Lasso, but for women. It's the... <laughs> It's, I'm trying to think of a three-letter girl's name that sounds like Ted. Bev. Bev Lasso. Don't say it like I, I should have thought of it. Well, you, you looked at me very, kind of like, I, mean, like yeah. I had Bev. I do favor the guest. Listen, can I tell you something? Yeah. I went to the Apple store. This is actually something. If You, if you mean the grocery store? The Apple. <laughs> the, mm, wait. It, mm. What's the crossover between your podcast and mine? I'm going to say very low. The crossover? Yeah. Like, who's listening to this pod that listens to my pod? Zero. Yeah. Okay. So then you don't mind that you're going to hear this story because you didn't hear it on mine. I'm going to love it. Okay. I went to have something looked at on my phone by um, comedian Louis C.K. launches first national tour in years after 2017 allegations. That just popped up on my phone when I looked at my phone. Yeah. And I'm annoyed at that. Anyway. You mean because you're going to have to get tickets? I'm just like, how do I even call that favor in? You know what I mean? I mean, I... <laughs> you're like, I have to finish this podcast before you rush to the front of the line. <sighs> Keep going. That is that is challenging. It's a challenging piece of information, but... um. That's why the phone is such a bitch to pick up. It is. Well, and I was just using it as a no, I prop. Know. I pick it up all the time just to be like, I got to set a timer. And then you see all these Something things. Something terrible. I don't like it. I don't like it. Pandora's um, box. Okay. Anyway, I was going into the Apple store. I needed one of the genius people to look at my phone for whatever. And I walked in. And maybe I was feeling a little weird anyway that day. But the Ted Lasso advertisements within the electronics store the apple store made me feel as though i was living in the future because they were like moving no because it just or that i was living inside of a judd apatow movie Where and that it was i was like over the top well yeah like that it was like that it that i was in my own judd movie wherein Sudeikis is playing an actor who's starring on the number one television show in America called Ted Lasso. Busy, I actually know exactly what you mean. Fuck, thank God. When you're watching a movie yes. and it's like a fake. Yes. And it's, and it's a, just and like it's sort pl- of like every. Yes. It's a plot point. Yes. It's like he's your ex. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. I think it's kind of forgetting Sarah Marshall. It is a little bit that. Yes. A hundred percent. I can't yes. get away from the bus ads for uh, Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Show. And I just was like, I was almost like out loud, like enough. I understand. Guys, I get it. But it's also kind of sweet. Meaning Apple, 
they're so huge, but they're also like, we have it. Know. You know what I mean? They're super excited. They were really excited about it. And I'm happy for them. I'm yeah. happy for Bill Lawrence, who because I, I know think, from sure. Cougar Town. Oh, fun. I think we thought we were done with hits. <laughs> I really did. Everything is just niche now. Meaning like, yeah, a million people, the right million people will watch this show and a million people will watch this show. But no more five million people watching this show. But that's Ted Lasso sort of going against that. Is it? Do we oh, know? Oh, for sure. But do we know that? I think we can. But how? Through violating user data. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. My point is just that like we could declare anything a fucking hit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then they're just our hits. Sure. They just are. And I mean, we I talked about this with Brett. Hacks is a hit. Uh, and the other, um, the show that's sort of like Hacks, uh, Marvelous and with Maisel, that was a hit. I have never seen that show. Yeah, you're not watching the hits, man. I watched Hacks. Okay. One out of three. I love Gene Smart, though. And you're right. Uh, Girls 5 is kind of like Bev Lasso, which is a great compliment. Because it's kind of like positive and, and very funny. It's positive and very funny, but I haven't watched Ted Lasso, so I can't say that. And somebody else said it, so I don't know. Okay, well, we'll delete it. It's fine. I'll, no, I mean. I'm just kidding. Don't. Tell me about your poltergeist theory. You're, you're, it's not you've my, had it. You have had it. I haven't had it. You've had it. My poltergeist theory is not my theory, but there is a theory that I think is real, which is that poltergeists are thought to be. Negative energy that flies off of teenagers. Hilarious. That finds other negative energy that has been flung off of teenagers and it creates a negative energy. Jacuzzi. Jacuzzi, whirlwind. Bev. Bev. Bev, Listen. Yes. Brett told this story Uh about a poltergeist. Yes. Guess what the ghost's wanted get this teenage girl out of this house for real wait what he told a poltergeist story yes and it was a scary ass one val skipped it it was a scary one and then somebody went into the house who had some experience yeah 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 sat quietly asked it what it wanted Mm -hmm. and it said sorry for frightening you basically but that teenage girl had terrible energy and we needed her to get the fuck out of here and that's why we started throwing shit around. So your theory, the coda to your theory was in this podcast. <gasps> You're fun. My favorite thing you do is this. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because it is the least favorite thing I do to so many people in my life. But I'm thinking that it's like maybe 20% serious, but it's 80% a joke. Yeah, that's right. So that's why I love it. Okay, good. You get it. You I get, get it. it. I get it. You get it. I get it. Okay, tell me the next one. A very troubled... <sighs> Oh, that was that was a weird one. Also, I was very drunk that year. So just drunk all the time. I mean, I was drinking a lot, yeah, because I was you, unhappy. Are you still boozing, <laughs> like I did when I was twenty-one years you, old on just, Dawson's Creek. You turned it down. You're on Dawson's Creek, yeah, and I was just like lonely and like so I would drink a lot. I watched like, a to clip of that and Pace, and you go to Pacey, you go. I just maybe you could just come in and hold me, oh, and he goes, I no. could do that. Oh, he oh he did it. Okay, and I'm like. Those are the kids. Not only were you that kid in high school, you got to play those kids in high school. Because I'm watching that show going like, if a girl had said that to me when I was Pacey's age, the age he's supposed to be, and they were like, maybe you could just come in and hold me, I'd be like, oh, 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 oh
like, I'd just like, I'd have like, I'd, I'd explode basically because you're so horny oh. and he's so cool in that moment. By the way, we, we rewatched Dossie's Creek season one in the pan and uh, Pacey, is that okay? Is no. this okay? No, it's a terrible storyline and it's like just it does a, not hold up. He's being raped. raped. He's yes. being raped. He's being raped. And we're just kind of like, okay. And he's just because he's going around high-fiving but that's, people. But that's the other thing, right? This is like all of the programming that we yes. need to, you know, it's like I, that. In my high school, there was a kid that was sure. boning one of our teachers. And right. And it was, was high-fives. Like, awesome. Well, that's the dream, isn't it? Yeah. Well, good for you. Wow. I guess you got extra credit. Oh. It's like it's like a my thing. I, I can't believe don't drop the soap is still a thing. Like, why is prison rape okay? Because that's making fun of gay people. You think? Yes. Nice. Because that's like rooted deeply in homophobia. homophobia. I thought it was just like, well, they're criminals. They deserve no, to be raped. No, it's about homophobia. That's nice. I mean, as a theory. You're, you're, <laughs> I was trying not to laugh at that. You nice. can laugh. You can that's laugh. nice. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> as a theory. Yeah. I. Wish this was a video podcast <laughs> only for that moment. Because when I said that's nice, you, my face, your, your face turned in on itself, sucked in like like you ate a funny lemon. It wasn't a sour taste, no, it but wasn't. it was the way lemons yeah. are sour. The funny was repressible. Okay, so the ghost in in um, Dossie's Creek, Dossie's Creek was a, a lady, clearly a lady, female Eng, and she never came into my house my apartment but i lived in uh it was like a big victorian home you're you're asking for it in a big a hundred yeah yes and i lived in a big victorian home and i was always very uncomfortable well massachusetts is like the most haunted place in america i believe in long island i feel like long island lots of ghosts there a lot of ghosts okay but anyway the um uh, the house was like sort of split into four apartments as you do i lived downstairs on the left the last apartment on the left at the witching hour midnight no the witching hour is like i think three or four a.m wait what time was jesus killed or whatever you know what i mean isn't there that's a number right i believe that people say is it yeah i've heard a lot of made like three i've heard three a.m right because it's the inversion of the trinity sure sure that's right yes okay so three but but that's that's the thing like oh it is okay but it's it's all all right well 3 a.m yeah i thought that was the witching hour too it was 3 a.m see i'm an early bird so midnight's my witching hour (laughs) they just know i'm never gonna get the 3 a.m one so they're like if we're gonna haunt this motherfucker he's going to bed real early i go to bed early too i love it i do nothing better in the the world and i love having kids because i'm like i can't do anything it's an excuse people uh it's like 10 dogs i know either have a baby or have 10 dogs and then you get out of everything I didn't never understood, though, the people that were like, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't come to your birthday party. We just got a dog. And then we got a dog. And now I like really, really understand that. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I was going to say we have a dog and I'll be at your birthday party. Be hanging out. Well, when the dog is new. Nick Lachey. Yeah, sure. When the dog's new. When when the dog's groomed into the life. Then you're like, we leave the dog. Oh, yeah. Gina's at home now, curled up, sleeping. Yeah. Rarely. Because when I first got a dog, I was terrified of leaving him at home because i was like what does he do and yeah. Val was like they sleep they hang out he's fine val's so smart though val is the best yeah you just she seems tell, like right? it yeah she's the queen yeah she seems amazing yeah, okay i love that you see val two obviously. kinds of people in the world some don't 
And well, go, and you know, oh, you know who, the, by the way, and you know, you know who's worse, Hit the it. people that don't remember Val's name. Yeah. Call her Nick. Call her Nick Lachey. <laughs> I don't need those people. I just remember once a famous person's <laughs> wife. I'm not going to say who, because it doesn't matter. A famous person's wife. Like this was a person like we would see, I sort of knew a little bit and we would see them at like parties or people's premiere things or whatever. And I would always like talk to the wife and and say like ask questions specific sure. to the wife, Treat them a as, non-famous person, as a human being. And at one point, she was like, "You don't think you're the only person who remembers my name ever?" Really and I was true. like, "Are you fucking out? What the fuck is wrong with everybody?" And she was like, "Yeah, I know, it's weird." Um, I love being. I by the way, in showbiz because the bar is very low. I do also want to. I'm that was my counterpoint to to Nick, Tony, Tony, Nick, Tony, Nick, Tony, Tony, Nick. Sometimes Tony nicks himself while he's shaving. That's the closest <laughs> you'll be to being right about calling him Nick. Okay, okay so wait. you're on Dossie's Creek. Yes, you're kissing and Casey. This girl, he's just holding and you. This, this female energy <laughs> ghost would come witching hour, and you would just it just sounded like high heeled shoes walking in the hallway. I don't like it. Keys. What was that? That was this, I think. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, you turned it on. That's the treadmill, guys. I didn't, um, I didn't like it. High-heeled shoes. 90-minute line. Yeah, I have to pee, too. So we know we got to call it. And I have to go get my eyebrows dyed. Well, hilarious. Oh, it's the best. Is it? Yeah, I love it. It makes it really frames my face. You dye them darker. darker. Yeah, I think you're like me. Yeah, Especially like when, I, when I was a kid, I, I didn't have eyebrows. Yeah. And now you got to... You could dye your eyebrows. When I do TV, they, they always brush something yeah. into them. And I'm like, what is this, Kabuki? What am I gonna, what what is this theater? What am I in an Arthur Miller play? They got to see me from the back row. Listen, here's what I'm gonna say: it frames the face. It looks nice to have a darker brow. I get it, but I'm not Peter Gallagher. Can't believe I, I went I to, pulled that name out. I went to Peter Gallagher's one man show. I went to Peter Gallagher's school of eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Gallagher had a one man yes, show, and it was incredible. And he sang and danced. And told stories that I don't remember any of them. Well, but um, my friend Gillian Jacobs, who's also famous, which is why I'm telling you. Although I did say Emily Beebe's name too. Um, but Gillian and I went to see it. And all I remember was that a punchline to one of one of his anecdotal stories about his life was him launching into What's New Pussycat. Hilarious. That's all I need. That's all you need. That's, that's what you need to know. And his eyebrows are big. He's got great eyebrows. Anyway, the um the ghost that ghost was fine. Let's, she let's, just let's, was let's, like sad. Pause you real quick. She said she seemed Peter real sad. Peter Gallagher's not famous uh-huh. and he's not successful. What do we think about those eyebrows? Still love them? Yes. Okay. I believe Well, it. they're very in fashion now. Big bushies? Oh, the bigger the better. Really? Yeah. For it's, men and women. It's like 70 South became 2021 North. 70 South is also 2021 South. Big old bush? Yeah. For the cool people, for the youngers. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. The, uh, it, well, this, be, it, it actually shows your age if, if you, have a, you think it's if you think that the move is it. all of it gone. Well, talk about things that are in our base coat of the patriarchy mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Forget it. Forget it. Forget about the infantilization of, of women. It's well, you insane. Know, that's when I that's when it all changed pubic hair, I mean. Changed for me. <laughs> Pete, 
That is literally, but it is actually when I had my child, Birdie. Yes. And I was looking at their little baby body, changing their diaper. And I was like, oh, I got to grow my hair out. I'm so glad I didn't get, I'm so glad I didn't get a laser hair removal like some ladies I know. Yeah. Oh, shoot. You mean the permanent removal? Oh, yeah. I know women who... Scorched the earth. Scorched that earth. We're like, pubic hair is never coming back in style and got it all laser hair removaled. Whoa. Yeah. Birdie, to this day, I waxed enough that to this day, is this too personal? Whatever, you guys. I'm a person that like allows my children to see me naked. It's not like, I just feel like we need to, I don't want any shame around my body. I'm in the shower. The kids come in and ask me questions, whatever. And Birdie's like... It's weird how, like, your hair is kind of, like, patchy. I'm like, I know, it is. I don't know. What do I put on it? Like Like a bad freshman guy beard. Well, because some of it just didn't ever grew back. I just feel like, what do I do? I'm not putting Rogaine down there. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel like. And also, look, Nick already doesn't buy late 20s. So, you know, who am I even trying to prove this to? Can I, I just want to join you in your vulnerability Yes. and be like, I had the same thing when I had a daughter and I was like, why are we, Yeah. why is that? No. And then if you watch American made pornography, just the way, and it's not just American, but the way girls are acting <laughs> is <laughs> with the idea that it would be just American made pornography. <laughs> There's just yeah. a lot of messages happening where it's just like. Like, even if you just, like, look at Playboy, like, the way they're, like, lying about, like, which I guess is mild. I'm saying, like, we don't have to go to an extreme. I'm saying even the Playboy fantasy of just, like, whoops, I fell on the couch and my butt's out. It's very... Why am I... (laughs) My butt's out. It's really funny. This is like you. You talk about this. You're you're a woman. I well, feel like I was going to say, well, here's what I'm going to say. I, I think that, again, generational programming is super interesting and it's something that i'm like very aware of and interested in and like yeah as i've gotten older and i've looked at the things that i've wanted to make sure that i don't pass along to my kids um i think that there was yeah that backlash in the 90s that that really um um you know, the objectification masquerading as um, empowerment and girl power and like oh, that's the, the biggest trick. Of, it was a bait and switch. Oh, the biggest trick the patriarchy ever pulled was like convincing Britney Spears that like acting like a little girl and like, you know, was empowerment. Yeah. That, just- oh, I made these choices. Oh, I made the choice to like to like pose for Maxim. Right. Pete, I did. <laughs> Wait, you did? Yes, of course. I was a product of the late 90s and was trying to like work in this industry. Of course oh, I did. I thought you were being Britney Spears. I mean, also Britney, but I mean, I just... Let me just... I'm going to alter the image very slightly. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, sure. I But like that was a thing that was really interesting to me about doing Girls 5 Eva too, was just... To make fun of that. Well, like as culturally we've become more aware and we've shifted and new generations. And I have to say, even doing my talk show, we hired so many... Uh, you know, millennial women and and people um, in our office, and the the times that they would say to me, like, whoa, 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 
Like the way that that guest spoke to you, that male guest spoke is like insane and unacceptable. And oh. I'd be like, no, no, no. That's just like how. <sighs> right. Tell me everything. Right. That's interesting. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So wait, what does that mean? How do I, what do I do? What should I? And it, it was just like fucking fascinating. Because they didn't have the same base code. They don't have the same base code. And I was like, yeah, but guys, that's just like paying your dues in this business. And you just have, and, and then I was like, oh, wait, 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 oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm so sorry. You're right. Like, t- how do I live like you where I just understand fundamentally that it's unacceptable and unacceptable behavior is unacceptable mm. and we don't take it? Mm. It just was really um, staggering to me. So, yeah. So on Girls 5 Eva, I made this like really kind of. It was sort of fun making a TV show in the pandemic because we did. It almost felt like we didn't have to answer to anyone. There was like no one on set. There were no mm-hmm. studio or network people or like. Mm-hmm. There were barely. I mean, there was like there were barely producers. I mean, you know, it was like just the main people. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, and so I kind of made this wild choice about doing a voice, like a an affectation. That a lot of women, I think, do. And it's it's the fry. I know I get a lot of shit for my voice sometimes when people do impressions of me. They, like, totally do. Like, oh, my God. Which is fine, but also... Her butt was so big. Oh, my God. Remember? Yeah. Becky. Look at her butt. <laughs> um, they always miss my Midwestern twang, guys. It's a slight Midwestern t- twang, and it's always it's lower than you think it is. Oh wow, it definitely is lower. It is based on what you just did. Well, it is. I hear you. Well, it is. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, everybody! It's busy. You know Phillips. what? You're listening uh, to the my- You Made It Weird podcast. <laughs> I am from the Midwest. I spent some time in Wisconsin, but also in Arizona, doing a lot of drugs. Uh, later, I was on Dawson's Creek and I cuddled with Pacey. It's no big deal. Guys, okay, wait. So anyway, my point being... You want that bag? I don't know. I was just looking. What is it? What's happening <laughs> over here? You can have that. That was a gift. I just feel like they're... So I made this choice with this... Uh, I made this choice with this voice because I am very interested. I made a voice choice. Nobody was there to talk me out of it. Yes. But I think it's really interesting because even I watch Britney Spears. It's, have you been following the whole journey? The, free, yeah. Free, free Brit. Uh, a hundred, but have you been following? Do you follow like her Instagram? Do you like? I'm on her gram, but I haven't seen any gramming. What? She been gramming? Oh yeah, and it seems as though somehow she's gotten control back of her Instagram. If we, I mean, if we, if it's to be believed, but it feels genuine. <laughs> but even when she talks, still she's you doing. Looked at me like I was insane. Like that you haven't seen. I, I'm not up to date with the. Well, it's bread. a lot of gramming. That's a lot of. Gramming. Yeah, there's been a lot. My alg Instagram mm-hmm. algorithm sucks figured out that i only like certain people and it's just like here's theirs so britney's way down there my instagram algorithm i get annoyed by the fact that they don't show me everything that i want to see but you know what they really have nailed the ads and i have purchased more things and people are like that's insane and i say well let me ask you this Hmm. you ready to get baked in Mm -hmm. the oven with the new iOS, it's going to ask, are you going to allow Instagram to track? Are you going to click allow it to track? I don't know. Because, Biz, I'm going to join you in, in, in the shame jacuzzi. Mm-hmm. I also 
like that it's like how do they know what i like i know it's like fun it feels like you know why pete why because this is my because my whole my whole fucking thesis of life know? is like we all just want to be seen i know which is why we love instagram and why we love social media and also gen x loves it more than anyone else that's actually that's proven. our shit that's our shit we want to be seen we yeah. were never seen yeah our parents didn't fucking see us. We grew up with ads that were just like, hey, you like mountain bikes? Yeah. I'm like, no. No. And now they're like, do you want like a really slim wallet you put in your front pocket? And I'm like, <laughs> how did you know? I signed up this morning at like 5 a.m. Couldn't sleep for like a gut health at home kit. Biz, don't talk to me about gut health. Oh no! Are you on? I'm You're in. in. It. I'm in it. Do you have somebody here that I, I should go to it. instead of this at-home no, no, no. kit that I just ordered? Do your at-home kit. I don't think there's a wrong way to do gut health. It's well, like, we'll it's find like out. Can I give you one pro tip? Though? Yeah. I don't eat meat, and like, here's a good reason. Ever? To, n- never. But, Always. Uh, for a very long time. Because animals are beings, or because I co-opted that. I did it for vanity and for health, and then okay. later I was like, you know what they do to them, right? Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Which is what a lot of assholes do. Sure. <laughs> but it's true. Uh, I'm not crazy about factory farming. Neither are you. No, no, no. Uh, but here's but a I'm reason also, like, to only eat. Well, you're here to this, like buy like the. You this will help your privilege. Mm-hmm. And but like every once a year, I would cheat and eat um, uh, chicken and waffles. That's like my go-to. Mm, that's it's nice. one of my faves. I like it. Uh, I wouldn't do it if it wasn't uh antibiotic free because when you right. eat the antibiotics in meat mm-hmm. you're killing your entire mm-hmm. flora and that takes two years to mm-hmm. regrow so mm-hmm. if you're like don't take antibiotics that fucks up your gut health well don't eat the antibiotics that you're that that chicken took either mm-hmm. same with uh fish too farm fish well fish is a whole other ball of wax i mean enjoy it while we can because cricket's never going to taste no salmon. no it's i'm just kidding i think we're going to figure it out but Maybe. I hope. I hope so, too. I'm one of those people, though. You are. I'm just going to go. They'll figure it out. We got to. But you don't think that... It, I think you... also the Earth will figure it out. Well, I think the Meaning Earth is going to get rid of us. Pand- yes. No, I, that's what I mean. <laughs> I'm not even talking about for me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, for the whole thing. Yeah. It'll figure it out. It yeah. might not go well for us. No, yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm, I'm actually with you. Yeah. But that's how, that's how the universe works. Right. All these tragedies and stuff beget... More novelty, more evolution, more progress. But I think that's why, back to the thesis of this episode. You can say motherfucking episode. I almost did. I knew it. I know. Have we synced up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we definitely have. I'm like, we definitely have. Just wait. Just wait until your child gets their period and you're, and tries to pull. What if I was offended? Excuse and me? And tries to pull your wife's cycle to their cycle and then you're just like it's it's a nightmare just to have two women on the same psych yes wow two people in the same household having their monthlies yeah it just is a bummer although i guess i'm on my way out so you know you mean to the pause i guess so yeah i don't know i mean it will happen yeah but you got another 10 years of I mean, I'm, I'm. We're just the, talking about your period. Listen, I love it. This is my favorite thing ever. Was just Look, like, it is what it is, dude. Chelsea Peretti's bit. If guys got their period, it's all we were it's talking about. It's all we would ever hear about. And the fact that you don't, that we can't just talk about your, your gush gush. It's a callback to a callback. Okay. I enjoy, <laughs> rush, rush. I enjoy, I enjoy, uh, I enjoy talking about my period. Anyone who knows me knows that I made it a point to talk about my late night talk show all the time. Every time I had my period, I 
on that show, I'd be like, guys, I'm sorry. I'm about to get my period. Uh, it sucks. If I was on stage and I had a situation. Yeah. I'm going to talk about yes. it. Yes. I, I would have to talk about it. I talk about my diva cup. I talk about What's a diva period cup? underwear. Val has period underwear. Great. What do you think? I'm challenging you? No. <laughs> I love period Great. underwear. She can have it too. No, we, no period underwear. No, I understand. It looks kind of like Kevlar. It's. <laughs> and it's not. always. She's going to hate that I said this, but it's often hanging on the. On well, because you got you to rinse it out. Of course. If it wasn't hanging on something in the, on the spigot, the spigot. The spigot? The spigot. I mean, here's what I'm going to say. I, I'm an investor in a brand of period underwear. Which one? Period. No, tell me which one. That's the one. Period. The underwear that's called I think period. that's the one that she has. Oh, good. Are they black? Well, they're all black. You they're know. not going to be red. There are some that are red. You want to know where it is, don't you? But her, but um, period is like fully non-toxic. I see. And has. Edit this out. It is. I'm just kidding. It's fully non-toxic. It's a joke when people plug things. Oh, right, right. edit this out. It's fully non-toxic, but it also... Cut this out. uh, (laughs) They have a good um, charity component, charitable component, where they're giving away a bunch of... Oh, that's nice. Period underwear. I think period underwear is... And it's um, affordable, that brand. The brand. And and my my stylist, Carla Welch, started it. Okay. Like the woman who dresses me for events and stuff. And you're saying when my wife and my daughter are both like kind of buckle up? It's just all a lot. Hormones are a lot. <laughs> and I think that and I think that it is such a bummer to live in this current society because I feel like not like Chelsea Peretti's joke is is true, but also like they figured out boners in like two and a half seconds and like menopause it's like Suzanne Summers is all we have. Like that's the only hope. It's like she was the one that was like bioidentical hormones. But oh, vaginas I don't even... are as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> as a whole. <laughs> but I know vaginas but the... are very uh, frightening to the patriarchy. But what I mean, but also I mean they're so powerful, and also like what we're able to do is. No, literally the closest thing to god like look you, at you, uh, look at the witch trials oh yeah you know what i'm saying well i would be the first i'm on i'm on the spigot get right in <laughs> but this it it's not a spigot i feel like we're wrapping up you have to tell me the mushroom story you can't go the mushroom ufo story okay all i know is that do you I'm, have to pee bad enough that I you really want to go to pee, but just wait, go wait, in the wait, house wait. and come back and tell it okay wait we won't forget wait, wait, wait. i have to say one thing though about periods okay you have to put a period on the sentence. I have to. I just got to. I got to period this one up. <laughs> what was I going to say? Every Shit. three periods, do you call that an ellipsis? Yes. <laughs> I think it's just like, here's, here's the whole thing. Oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. Hit it. I was just going to say that like. Don't look at your phone, Louie. I just. <sighs> I'm. <sighs> I'm a person that like allows for um, people to have all kinds of, of beliefs and things and i'm and i have my own beliefs and all of that and i do just feel especially just very very recently that the disparity between taking rights away from women's bodies while also saying that mandating vaccines to protect everyone shouldn't be allowed like the hypoc- the hypocrisy the hypocrisy the hypocrisy the hip hop oh my god that's you when remember? you're like i don't do freestyles anymore and then you get caught doing yeah it. it's like well you're a hypocrite 
Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember when MTV made movies for a while, and they had? Yeah, one the of them very, was about Ben Affleck taking steroids. Is that true? I think so. No. No. What? What How was? Dare you what do you mean? Do you think you've seen all of them? MTV. Yeah, music television. Yes, I've and they were on TV. The American Much Music. They were on, and they were on the the TV movies were on the TV. Yeah. Ben Affleck was not in an MTV movie. I think he was as a young man. Or maybe it wasn't on MTV. Keep going. I don't think he was. No, because this was like late 90s because I was in a couple of them. Okay. And they did, but also Beyonce was in one. <gasps> and Knowles? it was, yeah, Beyonce what Knowles. And it was, and it was, and it was Carmen the Hip Opera. <sighs> hip Opera. The Hip Opera. The Hip Opera. You don't remember it though. I, I, I didn't see it. Anyway, the hypocrisy, all I'm saying. Of telling people that they have to get vexed. No, of saying, of, of the people who are saying there's, you can't tell us to vax our bodies are the same people who are oh, stripping all the rights away yeah. from women That's right. systematically and are saying that like under no circumstances yeah, get your should laws anyone off my body. ever have. And I'm they just should saying. Just, they should just own it and say, get your laws, get your off, laws my off my body. <laughs> but I'm also like as a pro-vaccination person, I also am saying, fine, I don't. Fine, that you don't want to get vaccinated. Right. That is your fucking choice to right. do with your body and your family. You're saying I'm pro-life, but it's okay that you're pro-choice. Re-vaccine. I'm saying you can agree with that. It was it checks out. Okay, sure. <laughs> you I'm go just pee-pee? saying. Yeah, I'm going. I'm just going to pee on the couch. <laughs> I said period. No, Brent. Underwear. We'll get it. That's a that's a thing from the from the last episode of Girls Five Eva. If people haven't watched Girls Five Eva, you really should watch it. Edit that out. But I get um. I get my character Summer gets a like a campaign with a new shapewear company called Salik's, but it's S apostrophe L E A K S, and it's just they're made to that. handle I saw that. peas, yes. random slimes, yes. blood, yes. yes, giggle fart, wait, giggle shits, a little giggle sneeze, shark. sneeze farts, or whatever. I don't know. It's <laughs> really stupid and funny. Um, I'm just saying, fine. I'm. We're both I, lying down. By the way, it's just, so I'm hot resting. in here. Listen, it's so hot, and I, I also feel like I'm sweating the pee out, so I don't even feel like yep. I'm not even concerned no, I about it. Um, you took mushrooms and saw a UFO. We didn't see one. We were on one. Are on one. <laughs> we went. Okay, we were driving. Okay, we went to a rave. Oh, obviously. Every story. And okay, I was in high school. We went to this rave. It got, it was like far, you know, we used to have these desert parties, which were like in the middle of the desert. You'd have to drive. I don't know. There's all houses there now, I'm sure. But um, you drive, you know, like 25, 30 minutes out of the city and you'd be in the desert. And it was always, it was really beautiful because stars and, you know, stars. You're familiar with stars yeah. as a concept. And the um, desert stars. And the desert, sure. sure. And um, there was a rave. It got shut down. We had all, my friends, most of us had already taken mushrooms. We were like, we're not going back into the city because, number one, whose house could we even go to? Because we are all 17. And that's, anyway. We're close, not far, to Sedona. Sedona is like a very magical place. Yeah. It's a we vortex. Lo- it's a vortex. It's where you want to be on mushrooms. Go it's stack some rocks. Where you want to be on mushrooms. <gasps> Did you drive to Sedona? So we drove to Sedona. Get out of here. And we like drove in 
to the city and then (laughs) friends of ours somehow got no one had cell phones but somebody had a pager that's right that Mm -hmm, tracks mm -hmm. and somehow we had to go back on the same road we came in on to like help friends whose car had like gotten a flat tire but we're high but so, so we, we don't even know if those friends were real. We don't know. <laughs> so, we, so we had gone. We don't know. We don't know. So we had gone up this road and then we went back down to try to find our friends. Couldn't fucking find them because it's the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way. So we turned back around on the road. It would have been funny if somebody at that time had that foresight. It's like, we're not going to find them, guys, because it's the 90s. It's the 90s. <laughs> it's not happening. Um, turned back around. We, we left. We drove up one ro- up this road, turned around, drove back down, trying to find our friends who had we had lost along the way. I Hashtag don't know. Whatever. Some, whatever. Turned back around. Same road. Driving back up. And we're like, what was that sign? Back it up. Flip back around. A sign had been erected from the time when we drove past the first time and then drove back. And it had a UFO with like little, it was a sign that looked like a street sign. Uh-huh. Okay. In, into the ground, like in a diamond deep shape. in a diamond, a diamond shape. Well, it also was like metal looked like a street sign. Yeah. Yellow. But sure. a street sign, when you Bright say street yellow. sign. Yeah. You a mean it was like sign. a warning sign or. Yeah. Like uh, a. Yeah. Or like road construction yeah, yeah, or yeah. something street sign is like a walk sign or like a street. big like a walking this might have like the sig- like the traffic signal the three lights on it but instead or like the or the lady crossing the street yeah there you go there you go i love that lady so it was a it was a diamond it was a yellow diamond reflective around it and it had a little cartoon drawing of a ufo that was like printed onto it Reflecting. same same vibe as Lady Crossing the Street. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Baked in. With little lines coming out of the tail of it, right? Like it's flying through space. Yeah. And then it just says next five miles. And it just, sh- I'm not even kidding you. It showed up, like showed up out of nowhere and was like staked into the ground so deeply. And we took a fucking picture with it. Of course you did. And when you developed the film, we have the picture of it. We saw the ghost from Oxford <laughs> in the background going, I have your Doc Martin. He was like, guys, guys, can we just get the teenage girls out of here? Biz, yes. I love your stories. Thanks. I need them. I, now I'm very aware that you have to pee, but I want to ask you <laughs> two last questions. Okay. How do you feel? Okay. Everyone listening is like, Pete, let your guests pee. But so this is your window or just. Hear the questions. Well, you know, here's a, also what I'm going to say has to do with uh, generational ingrained base coat stuff is that I will, you know, martyr myself. That's why I'm saying go. Pee, yeah. Go pee, pee. And like, no, but like now it's now it almost feels like I can't like I literally No, I'm going to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm okay, gonna just do go it. in there. Yeah, this is a dirty couch. Go in and go through the kitchen, then make a right. Um, <laughs> I have so many I thoughts. I have so many thoughts. Okay, first of all... Um, number one. Number one. You, you, you learn so much about using someone's bathroom. Yeah. One. We're very similar. Why don't we have a toilet paper roll? Like, we don't have the, the plastic thing. We lost it. 
there was no toilet paper oh my at God. all. Um, I had to make a call. You did a little shook. A little I just shook. shook it off. And thankfully, <laughs> I've grown the bush back out. And we were fine. Um, I washed my hands well. I just, no, I mean, I'm wearing underwear. It's fine. Guys, anyway, the point being, but you do have the washlet, the Toto. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important. Get it. No, what are you? Are you excuse me? Excuse me. I'm so sorry. I, I, it's but a, did you notice I wasn't looking at you when I said? Oh, it? you're saying it to everybody else. Get it. Get it. Look, I'll do it again. Yeah, do it again. Get it. You know that Steve Agee. You know Steve Agee says I changed my. Steve I changed. Agee was his in my dream life. last night. Was he really? Yes. And he was giving weed to Jamie Lee, who was on my show, and she didn't want it. And I was like, "Why are you doing this?" And then I took the vape from him, and then I went into this public school, and it was filled with smoke. And I was like, "Weird." That's Steve weird. Agee. Do you get high before you go to bed? No, not usually, but I did that night. <laughs> um, Steve, I changed Steve's life because I talked so much yeah. about how important I think bidets are and how yeah. it's like a game changer yeah. that he finally got one. He and doesn't then need he... a bidet. He needs a week. <laughs> That's a big man. This is, I got to say, these are some great, great jokes coming out of this one. If these don't make your next tour set, oh, I don't busy. know. It'll never be that good. It'll never be know. that funny ever again. I know. It's It'll true. be like, I knew a guy so big, he didn't need a bidet. He needed a week. People, <laughs> people would boo. It's How a podcast joke. How do you even do joke. it? How do you even do it? Come up with bits? Yeah, like, why? <laughs> <laughs> but you changed that big man's life by telling him. I did. Yeah, really you got to squirt some him. water up there. It's the best thing that ever happened. And I've been living in New York without one. And I just, it's been a disaster as for everyone. As soon as you are able, install an outlet, buy your toilet, and buy a, a, a Toto. Well, we're, I'm going to, there's a. Not you. Oh, yeah. Talking uh-huh. to the peeps. There's a whole mandate because we're moving in New York. And I'm, I'm, I have a mandate. What's the mandate? Every bathroom in the house. Has to have one. Yeah, 100%. You threw down the mandate. That's. That's the gauntlet. See, I've known mandates to be put upon me. It's never occurred to me to put mandates out. Oh, yeah. You can put them out. You've circled the power back. Sure. Good for you. Yeah. Okay. The two questions you have to ask me, and then I have to go get my eyebrows dyed are... What were you going to say about the toilet? (laughs) No toilet paper. Yeah. And then I use the bidet. I like the bidet. You have a potty squatty, a squatty potty. Squatty potty. Yeah. Which is great. It is off brand, so it is a squatty, uh, a potty squatty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're tall, so that makes sense. This is all tracking. Although, because I'm tall, most potties are squatty potties, just naturally. I got those high knees, mm. like Minute Bowl in the locker room. That's right. So I just sit on a regular potty, and I'm squatting. That's right. That's uh, actually true. Okay, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. I have my math incorrect. No, I liked it. But, yeah, okay, so yes. Ready? Uh-huh. Uh, one, you're going to laugh, because it's a big question. Okay. But, like, do you think there's anything going on here, or is life just a cosmic accident? Oh, yeah, I think there's stuff going on. I knew it. You're just seeing ghosts and shit, taking mushrooms. Spirits. I have a spirits. light team, dude. What's a light team? A light team are the people that have gone, they're spirits, and they leave me messages and like... They're like rooting for you? Show me the way and protect me and That's probably had that guy's hand on my back when I stepped into the street. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Light team. You need it. Like people in your family that passed or just randos? Both, I think. A little both. I have a thing with pennies like um, I was having a really hard time like a couple years ago in life IRL (laughs) (laughs) and and I was just like 
I was like always, you know, like I don't want to be too um, like the lady with the crystals and and like that we're all just trying to go for these other things like grasping at straws because we're trying to make sense of the chaos around us because everything seems really um, insurmountable in so many ways. But whatever. I am kind of that. But I uh, so I was like just looking for something, I think, kind of. And I started finding pennies and people are like, oh, don't pick it up if it's heads down. And I was like, mm, I don't whatever i don't even know what that means but i didn't i i actually like was kind of thinking of it more like um well i played i played super mario brothers when i was a kid all the time like i loved it it was my it was the one game i loved like i fucking loved it and and so i i started thinking of these pennies as like super mario brothers and like like the coins the coins and that like ba-ding, ba-ding. And that, like, when you're, when I would find them, you did it really well. I also, I'm like that guy who was in Police Academy. I can do all of those. Yeah, sure, all those noises. Fireball, fireball. Oh, that's a good one. That was getting hit. Right, 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 right. That was death. That was really here's game over. It was game over. That was really good, too. It was okay. It wasn't quite right. Oh. Did you get nervous? Yeah, I just did. I like a little bit my heart sank. A little bit my heart sank. I knew he was coming. Okay. Anyway, so I started thinking about it like that, and I was like, I didn't know exactly in the moment what was happening, like, in terms of what was, who was leaving these pennies for me or these coins for me. But I just was sure that it was a good thing. And then when I saw it, it meant that I was like on the right track and like in the right game and I was playing the right game. Okay. So it, that continued in like such a major fucking way, like crazy penny experiences. Like, give me one. Oh, give me a penny. Um, I had a, I had a penny experience not long ago where, um, like I parked my car, got out, went into a thing, came back, opened my car door, and then just looked down, and there was just a penny on the asphalt, but like directly outside of my, like on the street, but like directly outside of where I would step to get into the car. Do you know what I'm saying? It just yeah. was like there. And was it a big moment of your life? It was a, it was a moment where I was like, oh, what's happening? What's going on? And then the penny said, and then the penny said, wink, uh-huh. wink. We say that on the show sometimes. We go, be the universe winking, be the person, that, like, yeah. smile at strangers, yeah. And, and I like leave a penny on the sidewalk, leave a penny on the sidewalk, <laughs> or you know, I, I like you know, I know that intention thing too. Like you know, if you want to see a yellow beetle, you like will see a yellow beetle or whatever. I have that with butterflies, yeah, butterflies. Yeah. I also had hummingbirds. Oh. Another story that um, listeners of my podcast have already heard, but since none of you have, then you can, you're good for this. Your lumps. What? Listeners of my podcast. Yes. <laughs> I know lumps have heard this before, but. <laughs> okay. So uh, hummingbirds. I have a thing with hummingbirds and especially like I've had. Yeah. Oh, I have a hummingbird tattooed on me too. Whoa. Um, but, but I just, um. But I just, I've just had a, they've, they've also, I felt like when I've been like sort of looking for things, birds, birds, birds and feathers. 
You just took one out of that pillow. It was just poking out Isn't feathers. That weird that that was on a bird. It was a little gross. That's gross. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, but uh, but hummingbirds and specific, you know, specifically, and uh, whatever. We lived in Los Angeles for so long, and, and there's hummingbirds. There's a lot of hummingbirds here, and in Arizona. Um, we were in South Carolina, and I was um having a morning, and I was like, I'm just now. I'm going to be just very. Like now, this is like this is almost like you're you're going to hate it, but you're also going to love it. Can't wait. Mark was like, "What's going on? Why are you like? What do you feel like? You're depressed, low end. What's happening?" And I was like, "All right, I'm going to say this now. I like was. I'm so thrilled. I thought I like was never going to act again. Like I didn't want to do it. I hate this fucking business. It drives me insane every single time. I think it's bullshit and it's just reaffirming." heteronormative patriarchal fucking bullshit and like i hate it but then I love that you, you were looking at me for all of that except, and pointing at you except for hierarchical patriarchal you were like i'm gonna give him a break for I'm those gonna give parts. you a break um and like reinforcing bad ideas and blah 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 sure but then t- tina and meredith called me and it was the pandemic and things have been so crazy in our in my life and and they were like, you want to do this show? And I was like, I do want to do this show. And it's like all women and it's like feminist vibes. It's a dream. I'm it's guilty. A fucking dream. I'm not even in the running yeah. for this part. And I'm, I'm jealous. Of you're you. taking it. Yeah. It's a great role. And, and you're great in it. Thanks. Girl. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so I, t- so I take the job, right? But, and so, and so I'm sitting outside in South Carolina and I'm like, and I'm and like, I never, and then here I am. And like, I didn't even know this, but somebody that was with us in South Carolina as like a television writer and was like, are you nervous about the Emmy nominations? You know, you've been, you've been on a couple lists I've seen. And then Girls 5 Eva has definitely been on lists. And then I was just like, wait, what? And then there, and then I like looked and I was like, I didn't find any lists that I was on, but I did find the show. And then I found other cast friends of mine who were on it. And I was on lists of like, they should be nominated things and then all of a sudden i was like cared about it do you know what i mean and oh yeah in spite of myself and i was like i don't want to fucking care about this and i just am feeling oh, it's 222 that's a big one for me 222 self-love okay let's give ourselves okay. some pete crashing was nominated for nothing and who cares you're beautiful i loved that show oh thanks i didn't wow, i just finish it. it i didn't finish it but <laughs> i did love it but Pete, you cannot. I haven't finished any show that I've started. That's fine. You know, what I mean? just love that you told me. I could not. In I, this feel moment, loved. Radical I feel honesty. loved. Radical honesty. Yes. <laughs> okay. So anyway, need. I. So anyway, so I'm like, t- I'm, I'm saying this thing, and I'm like, I just know that like tomorrow or whatever, when my phone doesn't ring, but then if I find out that like my friends are nominated, but like, I'm not, it feels like a weird rejection, even though it's not. And I'm just trying to like, you're pre, get it. you're pre gaming. I'm pre gaming. You're trying to get ahead my of pettiness. your, your bad Exactly. Yes. And I'm like, and I'm just like sitting here trying to like, d- to deal with it. And Mark's like, Whoa. And directly behind my head, two fucking hummingbirds came. 69. No, <laughs> they were not. <laughs> Suspended yes, yes, in the air yes, as hummingbirds do, yes. literally staring into my soul. Pete. Beautiful. It was beautiful. I a wish beautiful this was a moment. video podcast because the look you gave me when I said sixty nining. 
<laughs> no, but it just also because I also unfortunately saw a thing on my friend Ed Drosty's Instagram stories this very morning when I was just like scrolling through at 5 a.m. of two gorillas 69ing and I was like I wish I didn't have that image in my head and now I do and so then you said that and not only was I like that's not what was happening to my beautiful spiritual birds but also Ed posted that horrible image not horrible for them well no they're I mean they were fine with it they're giving and receiving I don't know I've never had luck with it but anyway um luck i gotta concentrate do you luck. know what i mean oh i understand i can't just like you don't want to ride a unicycle and eat pancakes what are you do- the last time i tried to do two things at the same time was ride a bike and wear roller skates and i broke my fucking wrist you that's know right. that's right so i'm just saying i understand we gotta focus on things that we're one at a time 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 okay so um the hummingbird <laughs> stared at me flew over to a branch and sat on the branch and just literally were like looking at me like, I bitch, come yes, on. Yes. Here we are, baby. We're good. We're good. Everything's good. And let's like remember this. That's like right. th- this is the thing. So um, anyway, I was telling my friend whose house we were staying at in South Carolina about it. And she was like, never once in all my time here have I seen hummingbirds ever. Wow. Never. Wow. And I was like, Whoa. what if you got a text and it was like, a I think you deserve an award, but your phone doesn't have the number, so mm-hmm. it says maybe hummingbird. <laughs> you know, when it doesn't have a contact, it'll go maybe hummingbird. <laughs> this is the award, is what they were saying. That's right. You won the double hummingbird. We won. The I only won double the hummingbird. double hum. Bird. No, we don't want to do double hum, I don't think, either. No, that's a different It's kind something of, else, I think. That's a deeper 69. I yeah, think. I don't know. No, I actually don't, don't know, that. but it's something. Oh, actually, yeah. What am I talking a about? Hummer a hummer is a something. Blowjob. A blowjob? I think so. Where you hum? Do you hum while you give it so it vibrates? I've always hummed during any sort of... <laughs> <laughs> I hum during lovemaking, during cunniling, uh, while I'm anything. Oh, Total hum yeah, city. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think happens when you die? Hummingbirds? <laughs> you just turn into yeah. hummingbirds? That'd be awesome. I think, it's, I, think it's, I think it's different for everybody. I do think... I've, I've never gotten that. Really? You think everybody has a different sort of... Well, we live in a Did universe see, uh, of... Inst- see the movie Soul? Yeah. Let's just go with that. You'd like that? Oh, I don't know. If I'd like it. A bunch of Australians in the... In, I definitely in don't want to do that. Yeah, me neither. Well, mm-hmm. Welcome to the afterlife. Can you change your fucking voice, please? Are you watching... <laughs> Could you get rid of your vocal fry? Hi, Jerry. Um, are you watching White Lotus? I watched the the pie. Oh. I, I watched the pie I in the it. second, How's maybe the, the third. Great. Huh? Really? I yeah, fucking I love it. it. You know where that is? You do. I do. Turtle Bay. Turtle it's Poughkeepsie. It's Four Seasons Malibu. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It is. It's here? Oh, Maui. I always call Maui Malibu. It's not the same place. It's the Four Seasons in Maui. No, it's On Turtle. Maui. Oh, did the Four Seasons buy that place? I, I know where it is because I filmed an episode of Cougar Town. <gasps> You've been in so many things. I actually have been. That's actually a very true statement. No, I know. I, yeah. What do you think? I'm fucking with you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, um, it's, it's not on Maui. It's the main. It is. 
we've stayed there. And when Val and I were watching it, we're like, that's, that is the spa. And we go, oh, and the, remember, that's where we had dinner. And you teared up because the band was playing Hallelujah. You Google where they filmed White Lotus. You don't have to because I'm right. I don't think you are. Wait. I don't think you are. Wait, am I mansplaining right now? I don't think you are. <laughs> I actually don't think you are. Um, it's well, also the hotel that they filmed for getting Sarah Marshall at. Yeah, this one. That's Turtle, yeah, it's Turtle Bay. Bay. That's Turtle Bay. It's not the same one. And if it is, Biz, then they're just doing some at the Four Seasons on Maui and they're doing some at other places. Oh my God, you're right. I'm right? You are right. Were you also right? No. Oh, okay. Look, I wish we could both be winners in this moment. But I've Wait, seen- but I'm so fascinated by that because I, I feel like it really looks like that Turtle Bay. <laughs> Well, Mike lives. That makes this makes more sense than that one than the Turtle Bay. Do you know Mike White? Of course. First of all, would he do the podcast? We just start booking other podcasts on the podcast. Yeah, he texted me not long ago. Really? What did he say? Was it a gift? Happy birthday, busy! Oh my god, what a loser! I love him. I'm just kidding. He's amazing. He was a writer on uh, Freaks and Geeks. Freaky geeky, please. Mm-hmm. And then we were good. We were good friends in my twenties. Oh. Fun. And, um, and knowing you, that means you're still friends. Yeah, but you know, he did move to Santa Monica at some point, and then it just like sort of fell apart. It's over, even with the busy skills. Okay, are you ready for your last question? Yeah, but I don't think it really is soul. But I do think that it's like, I do think that it might be different for everybody. I love that answer. Okay, thanks. I really do. Thank you. Everything about this whole place that we're stuck in reeks of infinite possibilities. Deepak Chopra, sorry, he did this, and he's like, you get what you expect. You get what you expect. It's not heavy. It's also Buddhist. Certain types of Chinese Buddhism, they'll they'll put something up, a banner of a mm-hmm. pleasant place mm-hmm. that you want to live, that you that you love, like mm-hmm. beautiful mountains, trees, whatever you want to look at, to look at while you're dying mm-hmm. because of that. So you're dying and they'll put up a picture of something beautiful for you to focus on. My grandma Moot, who is number one light team. Moot. Her name is Moot? Moot. That's what I call. I mean, I don't even. The origin is that it's like it was like German for grandma, but no one's. It doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like I didn't ask. No, but <laughs> well, you did actually. You were like her name is Moot? Question no, mark. Which is I just a want question. to make fun of it. Like oh. Moot Point. Okay. So I um I have to go pick up my kid. I know you got to get out of here. You've been so generous with your time. Yes. By the way, here's a compliment. You're so fabulous. No, I was like nervous. I've had a lot of big big fries. And I, w- I remember, remember when I emailed yes, you and I, and I you went too hard it. at yeah, it. It was like, Whoa. Because I was like, I'm intimidated. I'm like, she's not going to do it. So I'm like, Adam Sandler's done it. <laughs> but like, you're glamorous and you're fabulous. And both Val and I were like cleaning up the house. And no. Like, and, and the fact that you've gone long, I really appreciate it. It's so Thanks. much better because you merge and it's better. Yes. The second hour is always better. Hit it with your last point, moot. Wait, that's why my podcast is three hours long, I just want to say. It's it's the best hack to having great podcasts. <laughs> is yours three hours long? Yeah. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. Um, okay. Hit it. Moot, light team, number one. My light team, number one. Yeah. I think she's yeah. like my, my main person. Um, you can't call a ghost your main squeeze because you can't squeeze them. No, it's just like, main light, light person. Yeah. Light team. Wave at him. Moot, died laughing. Get in the car and drive me to the airport. That's amazing. I know. Had the be- has the best death I've ever woke up. Was I was pregnant with Cricket. Moot was ninety six years old. Must have been an easy labor. What little baby Cricket? Do you, you ever worry what? that Birdie will eat Cricket? That's a question people have asked. Has it, it ever is. gotten a laugh? <laughs> no. 
No. It's not getting a laugh today, but no. did it ever tickle you? Okay, keep going. There's a lot there, and we could spend another hour going into it. But anyway, um, I was pregnant with Cricket. It was June, whatever, however many years ago, eight years ago. Yes. Mo- woke up on a Sunday and said, I've decided this is my week to die. Call everyone. Huh. All of like her, my mom and my uncle who didn't live in Chicago, my other aunt who was in Chicago, everybody was able to go. I would have gone had I weren't, had, had I not been nine months pregnant basically. Um, but I got to Very obviously lightning crashes. I got to, totally. Well, I know. You are from the nineties. You get that rap. Oh yeah, a baby is born. <laughs> not a lie. Into but I love the it. sky. Nope. Nope. Not it. No, nope. not it. What is it? What is it? An old mother <laughs> dies. dies. Isn't a baby is born? Isn't that a lyric? A baby opens her eyes. Pale blue colored eyes. I mean, that was no. Present the song. In the glory unto I don't know what he's saying. Hey, I gotta keep going. Hold my feeling. Coming back again. You can never pay for this. We we will never. Do you think their fucking lawyers listen to three hours of the busy, busy, (laughs) busy and peepod? If they are alive, keep them lawyers because they did the long work. Okay, so anyway, Moot woke up, called everyone in, everyone came. To see her, I got to talk to Moot on the phone. She said, I'll see you in the next one. I love you, Busykins. And um, and then the like exactly a week later, or I think it was like the Saturday. So she woke up on a Sunday and was like, this is my week to die. Um, She, they were like the kids and she, my aunt and uncle and my aunt and uncle and my mom talking about my grandma's second husband who was like the only grandfather i knew because my maternal grandfather passed away of cancer like when my mom was you know younger before she had me um they were like reminiscing about him about we called him Macamac, and about like some golf like dumb golf joke he loved to golf like some dumb golf joke and moot said you know the punchline and then laughed and then, like, took a deep breath and went. That was it. Wow. Was the punchline Birdie? And then you were like, that's what I'll name this child? No, because Birdie was already born. Oh, sorry. But Cricket... I'm going to call him Mulligan on that joke. <laughs> I don't even play golf and I'm pulling out these terms. Wait, um, did I get bit by a mosquito in here? Possibly. Oh, no. Maybe. Um, also, though, Moot was saying things apparently that whole week, like, it's all roses. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, just, it's beautiful. It smells so good. It's beautiful. Tuesdays with Moot. Tuesdays with Moot. I mean, it was just like one Tuesday, I guess. She only had one. Yeah. Do you think she might have been nervous? It's like Saturday. She's like, it's either today or tomorrow or I was full of shit. Like, she's kind of like, I hope I die today. <laughs> no, because I think we write our own stories, right? Oh, my God. You get what you expect. You get what you expect, D- Deepak. Oh, DP chumps, you devil. Listen, yes. here's the last question. Ugh. You've been divine. There's more. <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't even had lunch yet. Look, Mark's calling me. He's like, where the fuck are you? Your eyebrows are right now. Hilarious. I'm still talking to Pete. You had to think Hello? about it. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. All right. Well, never mind. Then I'll just go straight to my eyebrows. Okay, bye. I was trying to take my teen with me to the eyebrow oh. appointment. 
Not interested. Birdie. Come on. Okay. Yeah. We didn't I, even talk about Birdie got a job. It's all crazy. What's she doing? Working at they, Twitter? What, what, what are, are they, they doing? doing? Shit. It's fine. Everybody makes a mistake. And I know, I, but I it's blew not, it and it's on the record. I blew it. What I've are they blown doing? It. I, just, I was so excited about my Twitter joke. What are they doing? Twitter? Because Birdie. No, that's throw me that's in the garbage. For old people, I know. Same with Instagram. Not interested. Graham's over. Well, for what that gen, TikToky. Love a TikTok, but also it's just all about Twitch streaming, baby. Twitch streaming video sure, games. Sure, but like there's so much more. <sighs> <laughs> You've made some killer faces. It is terrible. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, Birdie got a job acting on a TV show. It's crazy. Wow. Auditioned for Gloria Calderon, Kellett's new Amazon show. Edit and that out. Uh, good for them. It. I know. I can't believe they did it. That's so cool I for can. them. I said, as I said to I Paula, as I said to Paul F. Tompkins and um, his beautiful bride, Janie Haddad Tompkins, over our text thread that we have, <laughs> no one saw it coming except literally everyone. Oh. P.F. P.F. Texans. P.F. Texans. Okay. All right. What's the time you're you, really, you've laughed the you hardest gotta, in your life? What's the what? That, that's the question. What's the The, the time har- you've laughed the hardest in your life? You're seeing a UFO sign. You're, you think about the time you laughed so hard you farted. You know it. You I remember it. that happening on my show. Someone, uh, someone in our staff, someone laughed so hard they farted, and it was the fucking funniest thing that's ever happened. We laughed a lot. We laughed. We did have some laughs. Yeah, we had yeah, some laughs. laughs. I love doing the talk show. But like, thank that's you. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, I, I really liked you um, on the show. Who didn't you like? Um, <laughs> there are people. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there are people that were not ideal the good news was i basically um was able to mostly book people i liked but um yeah there were a couple like oh boy stinkies just what like ha- what happened that made everybody laugh so hard that the boom guy passed gas well as you know pete like it who knows like it was something it that like if it, it doesn't it matter dynamic. yeah and like and if we were to even call it up you know the record call up the record from the stenographer in the sky i think it we would read it back and it would not be funny you mean moot moot yeah that's but <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Exactly well the time right. that Val laughed so hard she farted and we talk about it all the time is i we were in a hotel and i i was like do something that's never been done before. And my, I was coming out of the bathroom, so my pants were around my ankles. I had my underwear on, but my pants were around my ankles. And I came out and went, just do something that's never been done before. And I tried to spin, and I hit my head on the lamp, and I fell down. So, like, it wasn't... Like, I was trying oh to be God. like, let's be crazy. And then I fell. We Totally sober, by the way. And she laughed so hard, and then she farted, and that became the funniest yeah. thing we've ever heard Wait, in our lives. can I tell you something? I, okay, the other night, <laughs> I laughed so hard. I didn't fart or anything, but I was, like, crying with laughter Why? at a story that my friend Liz Kukowski was telling me. Do you know who Liz Kukowski is? I know a Craig Kukowski. Yeah, his sister. Yeah, his oh. sister, Liz Kukowski. Oh, I don't who, know him. I just... Yeah. He's a famous improv yeah, yeah. person, yeah. guys, at home. Yeah. Hollywood break. That's right. I was in Chicago at the same time. As you him, were? And I watched him perform. Yeah, and he's a po- supposedly like the best that's ever been. Wow. That's what people have said to me. 
Okay. I don't know. You're not saying it. So. I just know. I don't Settle know. Settle down, Craig. Busy you know doesn't think you're great. She heard that somebody might have thought think, you were great. By the way, I do think Craig I is saw great. him in Second City and he was great. Okay. I um, do the Thrilling Adventure Hour with Craig Kikowski oh, at Largo. Fun. So um, have done it for a decade, over a decade. Okay. Um, but he's amazing. But his sister, Liz Kikowski, was a writer on SNL. Mm-hmm. And is married to a, a Kiva Schaffer from Lonely oh. Island. Yeah, love him. And they have two children. The director of, Mag- of MacGruber. Of MacGruber. And they have two children. And their younger child and my younger child are good friends. But also Liz and I are good friends. Nick Lachey. Does not factor into the story <laughs> <laughs> the other night. But guess what? Liz is uh, in a, uh, was hired, is writing on... That's right. There's Moot. Putting that candle out for you, Pete. A candle just went out. A candle just went out. Moot. There we go. Are you going to tie it into Nick Lachey? No. Sweet. <laughs> Liz just got um, hired on uh, season two of Girls 5 Eva. Oh, writing. Fun. Great. Neat. Um, super exciting. And uh, so she came over to my house and brought dinner to sit outside and like sort of celebrate before on Friday because she was super excited about finding out she got the job and everything started this week. Anyway, this is too much information. I'm bad at telling this story. She told me a thing that happened when she was in, was it IO or second city, whatever improv thing she did. They got hired for like a corporate job (laughs) for Motorola. And she like, it was like her and her partner and like, have you done, you've done corporate jobs? Sure. sure of course. Cause sure. it's like a billion dollars for like whatever. And nothing. a free Motorola razor. Sure. And, um, <laughs> she pitched me this thing, which was like, just the way Liz tells the story. Oh, and Liz was in for getting Sarah Marshall. Everything's falling in on it. She's Bill Hader's wife who like keeps trying to get oh, into the yeah. FaceTime. Yeah. That's Liz. Okay. So she's fucking funny, is all I'm saying. And she told me this story that she should just tell you at some point. But I could not stop laughing. Wait, all of those ingredients. <laughs> you laid out all the ingredients for the I story. And then you went, you I, should just I just feel yourself. like I can't tell it. I feel like it's not my story to tell. That is a silly reason to not tell it. Okay, so anyway, they've got this, this job for Motorola. It was like, she was like, and the thing was like these corporate jobs, like sometimes you would get them and it would be, you know, like six at night or an evening. And it was like kind of fun to do the comedy. And this was one of the ones where it was like the warming up at the beginning of their conference day. But like they'd already been there for two days. So it was like a Sunday morning. And like (laughs) you could just see like everybody was really hungover and like bleary eyed and like trying to get their coffee and like their little bagel with schmear on it. And so the thing that she and her partner had prepared was like so she was like, and we had just done it. It was so half-assed. But we were like getting paid so much money for it. So like, you know, we had to do it. And it was um, a parody song <laughs> to Monster Mash. Monster it was mash. the mash. It was the Monster Mash. Freaky but it was the Moto. It was the Moto Mash. Oh, and, my God. And, <laughs> and she oh had. Oh, my Jesus. And she was like the Bride of Frankenstein in the back. But like they didn't. She they, dressed in Bride of well, Frankenstein. They had, yeah, but she didn't. They didn't even have the right wig. So she just used someone else's like Don King wig oh my God. for it. And then they had written this whole thing with like all the new products. <laughs> and so they go up and 
she's in the background and it's just like clearly no one's interested and they're like tap on the microphone and like introduction thing come out and the <laughs> music the moto match. The moto match, and the music starts and her partner the guy is like I was working in the lab <laughs> late one night and then just goes up on all the lines <laughs> I can't remember any of the like products that they were supposed to like or the you know they had like written in like the facts and figures that the brand wanted them to put in and he just like fully went up on his lines (laughs) he went up on his lines he couldn't remember and so then was trying to like as they are improv do an improvisational (laughs) song now he's improvising the moto yes and she was in the background and he kept just looking at her with like, you know, the thing that people say in improv comedy is like, I got your back. I yes, got your back. Yes. And she just like half shrugged. And we're just <laughs> oh, no. We, we did the mash like just in the back. <laughs> Wouldn't would not help him. Wouldn't jump in. Wouldn't go. And it just, the background sang in yes, an unsupportive just, way. We did the. <laughs> she, was like, she was like, I just sort of barely like got it. And like it kept getting like my voice kept getting like thinner and higher and like fading away. And I was just like, oh my god, did he talk to you ever again? And she was like, he really did forgive me. He really did. Wow. But the crowd was not on board. We they weren't. The we did the mash. We did the moto mash. <laughs> the moto mash. But anyway. And he's going up there going, with we, the 2K yeah. processor. He <laughs> just like got the first line out, which by the way is just the line from the song. Yes. The original line and then yes. forgot everything every that, parody lyric was yes dropped. was gone and, and all these was, hungover people and they trying were, to drink coffee and she said and just like looking into the audience and seeing these people like trying to make sense heads or tails of what was happening clearly I, someone had cheated the night before like you know like it's just a disaster need it it made me laugh so hard there you go i'm glad i pushed you to tell it <laughs> You almost backed away from the best I know because story. I was worried. Well, I was worried that I was not going to be able to tell the story Nailed in such it. a great way as Liz Kakowski, who is a master storyteller. Edit that out. Um, thank Credit. you, Busy. Credit that Credit. out. Credit that in. Credit it in. You're the best. This oh was God. divine. Thank you. Thanks Girls for 5 Eva me. is on the cock. It's on the cock. <laughs> it's on the cock. <laughs> I wasn't sure. On the universal cock. It's on the universal cock. <laughs> Bow before the universal cock. Now wait, streaming. Wait, I'm gonna a- I'm gonna stream. <laughs> I'm gonna stream. <laughs> Ow. No, oh, we no. can't laugh, but I'm wait. gonna stream. <laughs> oh no. Oh god. Busy, will you uh. say keep it crispy and finally get out of here? That's how we sign off. The guest says keep it crispy. Is it keep it crispy? And then go? Yeah. Okay, keep it crispy. (laughs) They did the mesh. I'm already back on my emails, Pete. I I see that. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. Wow. On a scale of one to ten, how moist am I? I mean, I'm I'm, I'm soaking wet. (laughs) Half of it's pee, probably. I don't even know. I'm so crispy. My ice can't make you want to get.